0: Everybody to Papa Spices Hot Takes with Hands and Harry. How is everybody out there in Internet Land doing? We hope you are doing well. Uh Harry, how are you doing tonight, pal?
1: Doing wonderful, Papa. Thanks so much for asking. Um, I uh I wanted to say a quick word really quick, uh, and I forgot to put this in our rundown. Um, just the sad news about Bruce Willis. Um, I didn't really have anything much to add. We kind of touched based on it a little bit. Um, I haven't listened back to what we said. I I don't think we were too disparaging, but, uh, you know, obviously the situation going on with his condition, um, you know, and the stuff that he uh, is going through is obviously devastating and kind of makes sense off of some of his projects. So, um, you know, thoughts go out to him and his family. Um, But yeah, um, sorry to see, you know, a Titan not be able to be at his peak performance anymore uh, in regards to that.
0: Yeah, listen, like uh, Unbreakable is one of my all time favorite movies. And that was the movie that really sold me on him because, yeah, I, you know, I always saw him as an action star and stuff like that. But like he gave a really understated performance in Unbreakable. It was really dialed back. And I I yeah. thought it was just tremendous. And uh, he really sold it to me. So, um, yeah, you know, it, it's a shame to see that, you um, uh, his health conditions are going to impact um his his art uh, unfortunately but you know the good news is he's left us with a lot of legendary stuff along the way so we'll be able to uh always celebrate that as time goes on yeah
2: i i feel and i, I will feel bad because i i think over the past couple of years like i i've probably been the one where like you go through like past redbox or you pass like streaming movies and you're just like oh man like Bruce Willis, like, did another one, like, he, yeah. he asked, he was, like, he basically almost broke record with Tom Hanks of how many movies he released a year, like, I, like, a couple years ago, when, like, Tom Hanks released, like, six movies, and, like, you know, I, I love, I love Bruce Willis, I, you know, as we talked about Die Hard, and, you know, you mentioned Unbreakable, which is probably, I, I, I will classify that as a superhero movie, which yeah, is probably we'll in my top, that. like, top at like top three superhero movies. Um at least yeah, not the, the book Batman related did come
1: out this year. So yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah non comic book uh uh based but it, it is sad. Um I mean it, yeah. a lot of a lot of movies that you look back on with him like I I you look at you know like like I said die hard um even stuff like red which I don't think it, like red is like a really fun movie he he has a lot of fun making the movies and and you know like like said it I I think this should be the last year for the Razzies because they're a bunch of, I always thought they were a bunch of scumbags and um, I, I, you know, unless they got to rename whatever Bruce Willis award after
0: like a Jared Leto at this point,
2: (laughs) that's the only Um, way I'll allow them to stay.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I don't think we should cancel the Razzies, but yeah, maybe renaming an award, uh, Would be good. Yeah, Um, they did. Uh, they did rescind. Uh, I
1: think the stuff that they gave to him. um, Yeah, or like they had his own category this year. And I mean, it just goes to show that not all, not always. Like you know, whether we're privy to it or not, you know, that's why I wanted to talk about it a little bit in the beginning. Was just because like we're we got new information, and it's like, hey, like stuff that we might have said before, like makes a little bit more you know sense as to you know now and. Um, you know, we're we're not we're not hip on the movie biz even though we talk uh movies all the time, you know, and the insides of what's happening. So, um, you know, it just goes to show like sometimes you don't know what's going on with somebody and the decisions of, you know, why they made this choice. Jared Leto not going to the bathroom on the set of Morbius um or, you know, taking 40 minutes. Um, that's a Bro, what story. is that? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. can't, I can't oh, with him
0: anymore. It's a choice. It's a choice. Uh I, I mean, it, look, it's there should have been warning signs like big red glaring warning signs when he went method to play the Joker and started sending his castmates bullets and dead animals and stuff like that. So it doesn't and, surprise and, me that he's limping along to the bathroom uh, in on the set of Morbius. Clearly, he didn't put it into perfecting his craft and elevating a movie, but he legit
2: wants. Hence? He legit wants to be like Daniel Day Lewis, and like all these actors that were like, who was the actor that just came out? And I think we were talking about in the group chat that uh, was it, Mads Mikkelsen, who was like talking oh, down yeah. about shot down about,
0: method,
2: yeah. Which I, I all these actors who are making these comments are like making obvious, taking obvious shots at Jared Leto, and you know they're saying like if the movie like sucks and you know all that, like none of those shots could go to like Daniel Day Lewis, who like. Who does it right? Jared Leto is just like uses it to become like a sociopath and a maniac. Yeah. So it's just I I don't it's just insane.
0: The curious thing, too, is that, I mean, he is talented. He can act. We've seen it in the past. I just I don't know if he has kind of given up on that or if he's just uh, taken the paydays and he doesn't care about the strength of the script. I don't, I don't know. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? No. No. Uh, and
2: it's uh, maybe he felt like and, and you know, what? I won't even blame. I, I'm not I haven't seen Morbius. I, I know one at least one of us have seen it. Um, I don't know. Greg, hey boy. Have, you, have you watched it? I have not. And I have no intention. Okay, so, exactly. So, like, I'm sure like it seemed like there were a lot of other issues outside of Jared Leto in Morbius. Like, I haven't heard anyone really like tank on him for his performance i've heard more towards like matt smith is like great and like campy and like having fun with the role and i think like that's just basically Morbius probably failed because sony has such a god-awful track record with their superhero movies right recently and uh, even like venom like even i think like let there be carnage didn't even make that much money and and i like or maybe it did i don't i didn't pay attention but i just think like it just i don't think sony knows how to handle their 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 department anymore in terms of superhero movies so i think that's i think that's why it failed ultimately ultimately so i I don't know
0: (laughs) you bring up a point something that i was thinking about which um uh is the one bit of good news that comes out of this is that theoretically sony will take a hard look at this and see okay maybe we kind of need to continue that partnership with marvel studios because this clearly ain't cutting it and I they- told
2: you in our group chat, three months, and Sony's going to be like, you know what, Disney or whoever's Marvel, take it. Like yeah. we're just this is just going to bleed money for us.
0: Well, yeah, I don't know that they're going to sell their rights, but they're certainly going to continue that partnership because that's the only time they really make bank. I mean, Venom, the first Venom did also, but it's just, you know, it's they they ha- they haven't figured out how to continue on with all this stuff. Anyway, that's a whole other rabbit hole we just went down hands how you doing tonight
2: <laughs> that, i i even i, I I'm, I'm doing great you know we just we just got the junk out of the way to talking nice. these jared leto movies i know we have a little bit more coming up uh in terms of in terms of train wrecks mm-hmm. um but i'm doing good i'm getting ready for a vacation to disney um you know my uh, what seems like my you know monthly trip at this point um <sighs> you know even though we haven't gone since october but i'm excited
1: yeah, I, f- I feel like for our listeners, it's either me or, you know, my wife or uh, Chris and his wife going down uh, every every once every three months, at least for this podcast. Yeah, so
2: now I- I'm excited. I-, I think I don't think there's anything like kind of brand spanking new, but um, I had a Guardians ride opening next month. So we're going to miss that by a little bit. So mm-hmm. we'll-, we'll see. That's hmm. fine. All right. I thought that was a vape pen. <laughs> no, uh, no, no vape pen here.
1: <laughs> Shout out to Sean Flavio. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Um, uh, I am doing well. Uh, I, I'm i pretty excited because uh, my all time favorite video game series, Kingdom Hearts, was just announced to have a uh sequel to the main series coming out, Kingdom Hearts 4. Uh, no release date yet, but the official announcement was made a few days ago. So, hey, yeah, beautiful. that got me that got me pretty hype, and the, the graphics look phenomenal. So,
2: I wasn't into
0: three, I like I, I didn't like three yeah. Yeah, but three was kind of a, I love. a stunning, or not a stunning, um, an underwhelming conclusion to uh, the series, uh, or that yeah. that arc, I should say. But uh, but yeah, one and two were just top notch, phenomenal. Yeah. So. Um, other than that, man, the heat is on. It's it's like seventy five degrees in my house, and my wife will kill me if oh, I, yeah. I put the air on. So <laughs> kind of just uh, Wait, like. I have the heat my
2: space heater on right now because it's so cold in my basement that I have like, even when it's hot, like I I get no sunlight in. So I just get like, I just get, I have a a space heater that I get going because I'm cold. All right. BRB I'm I'm coming over.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, let's get into our topic for tonight. And that is what we're watching. Uh, Yes. uh, We have kind of a, uh, Diverse group of things that we've been watching recently. So we're going to dive into three in particular, and those are the Netflix uh, release, the Adam Project, and the Hulu release, Fresh, and Disney Plus's new MCU series, Moon Knight. So I guess uh, I'll kick it off with the Adam Project. Boy oh boy! Um, <laughs> All right. Look, well, that was fun. Let's talk Fresh. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Look, I'm I'm just going to get it out of the way. I did not enjoy this movie at all. It was so bad and I was just utterly bored throughout. I have one rule when it comes to films and that is never to shut them off prematurely, no matter how bad. And I have sat Mm. through some stinkers, my friends. I will sit through the entire movie. I will not shut it off. I don't know if it's mild ocd or just you know a love of cinema and wanting to respect and and give a fully formed opinion uh rather than just you know truncating my my viewing experience and then you know going off half cocked but uh yeah i don't know i really considered breaking that one rule for this it just uh i was miserable watching this for the most part <laughs> um at one point i took a 10 minute break and you know just gave my dog chewy some water and walked around got a snack left the movie running which i never do i usually pause came back 10 minutes later missed nothing of any importance whatsoever it was just like i hadn't been gone so i don't know what that says about the story structure whatever you know we'll get into some some more details but guys just initial impressions am i out on an island alone here or you know what what are your basic thoughts so far all
2: right my basic thought i'm i'm right with you mm-hmm. i i thought this movie was um first of all was way overhyped mm-hmm. um i know a lot of people previously that got like early screenings of it i think it came out like around march um a lot of people got early screenings for like you know adam project is great it's such a great fat like you, it's the kind of movie you can watch with your family and it's a great fa- I'm like okay great like I, I feel like maybe this is netflix's I don't want to say big break because they're one of probably the most popular companies in the world, but I I feel like maybe this could be their transition. And I was, I was extremely let down. Um, Greg, like you, I did other things like kind of had this on in the background where I was like folding laundry and, and just like not, I I feel like my focus wasn't really in on the movie because it never really tried to grasp it. And it just, we're going to talk about a lot of things that like kind of that, um, that we didn't initially like about it. Um, but I just, it just, there was, uh, this is just another we, And we keep saying it before, like another, like kind of strikeout for Netflix for me. It, this is going to be a pro a, a movie that probably gets a, a, a buttload of views. But I mean, at, at what cost, because now we're going to get, we're already getting a red notice too. We're going to get an atom project too. And we're, we're like, I don't know. Like I love Netflix TV shows. But for some reason, they cannot find a good movie to make, and and they keep casting Ryan Reynolds because he's a goldmine. You can't deny it. he is a goldmine, and he's going to be like their golden boy. So, mm. Harry, what are you, Harry? What were your thoughts when you when you when you when you hit that play button?
1: Yeah, so I was going in with pretty low expectations. I know you mentioned a little bit about the hype hands, but I uh, I poo-poo that whenever I hear something's really good. And then I let it sit for a while and it started to come out that this movie was not good um, and that it was actually, as you said, like not that great. Um, But so I went in with low expectations and, um, you know, one of my letterbox reviews from Morbius, um, jumping back to that really quick is that was a movie I went in with the lowest expectations possible and it did not disappoint. And it met those low expectations and wasn't good this i went in with low expectations and i'm not gonna say i hated it am i gonna say i enjoyed it no but like do i think it was all terrible i don't i don't think so i don't think this was the worst of a bad bunch now the Wait, I can, to talk can about, you hold on that yeah.
0: that's the philly film festival calling to rescind your tickets for yeah, next year <laughs> i know yeah I'm, I'm out i'm out of the club um
1: So one one quick point I wanted to mention this before we jump into the movie a little bit and talk about it was the director, Sean Sean Levy, who's done actually a lot of work that I was either familiar with, I think the the Night at the Museum movies. Um, He also did Game Night, which I really enjoyed with Tina Fey and Steve Carell back in the day. There was a couple, I mean, he's done a lot of stuff and he's been a producer for some things as well. Um, So, but he also directed Free Guy this year, which I know for a lot of people was either really hit or really miss. And he's going to be doing the next Deadpool movie. So him and Ryan Reynolds are kind of the uh, Tom Cruise and Christopher McQuarrie of like doing the Mission Impossible movies and Jack Reacher and all that stuff. Um, So it looks like they're going to be in a partnership for a little while because they seem to, you know, whether like Chris said, pulling the views. Um, And I'll talk a little bit about, uh, you know, kind of the big picture for Netflix. But Greg, why don't you why don't you touch base on, um, you know, I know I'm a little bit on the outskirts here. I, you know, I don't have the same feelings you guys do, but what I like recommend this, you know, for me, it would be tough. Um, it, it would have to be a certain type of person who I feel is more of a, hey, it's Friday night. You know, I got two kids age 10 and, you know, seven. And, w- you know, what can I watch? And I think the Adam Project is a simple enough movie to throw on for that.
0: Bro, throw on Disney Plus because do not waste your time with this. I mean, it is that is a whack recommendation. I'm sorry. Oh, and. Man. Yeah, you know, just before I dive in, uh, touching on the hype train, I'm not one to buy into the hype trains either, but I got to admit, when I saw the trailer, I was like, okay, this looks interesting, like I could get behind this, and then I started hearing the reviews, the initial reviews, and people were comparing it to Back to the Future, which is one of my all-time favorites in terms of, like, quality, and it's like, okay, I can like this is kind of raising the bar a little bit for me and I just boy I was let down hard it is nothing like what those initial reviews said uh but so what were the problems with this well let's talk about it at least my takes on it anyway um first of all they had a good cast really solid cast and they were wasted uh not drunk but just uh, talent was <laughs> wasted um Walker Scobell, who played young Adam, uh, I thought he did an uncanny job impersonating a young Ryan Reynolds. Like he just, he had that patter down, snap with his comebacks and everything. Yeah, agreed. But uh, I want to be honest, I can barely tolerate one Ryan Reynolds, let alone two. And it just, there was two of them. Yes, it was a little bit of, uh, Ryan Reynolds goes a long way. And this whole movie was just double dose of it. So that, was uh very grating to me um along those lines i gotta say look stop with the comedy just like give me seriousness with brief bits of levity and i guess i'm directing this towards sean levy and ryan reynolds but like they had a there was a scene in the bar with ryan reynolds and jennifer garner and it It was a serious scene. Um, It was touching and it was probably like the best scene in the movie. And guess what? There was just uh, maybe the slightest hint of humor. Ryan Reynolds can act. We've seen that, you know, he's not just a a clown show 24 seven, but he made the most money being the clown show. So that seems to be the only parts that he is taking or, you know, working towards or whatever. I don't know. But like, I feel like if they had shifted the tone of this movie yeah maybe you don't draw in as many people but there's more uh weight to it and i think in the end you could get more mileage out of it by by giving it a serious tone and then you know you can you can take it from there but just i don't know it was just a total goof show with you know the constant quips and everything and it just it, it just gets so old so quick man Uh, One other thing I'll touch on before I pass it over to you guys uh, was the director, Sean Levy. He really wanted to catch those Guardians of the Galaxy vibes. And I felt like he whiffed hard, you know, putting in classic rock songs, which, you know, they had good song choice, but it just it like reeked of imitation and trying to be something that it was not like Guardians of the Galaxy and um, and James Gunn they have, you know, certain vibes or I guess guardians of the galaxy has a certain vibe that James Gunn brings to it. And I feel like they were trying to catch some of that with this and it just, it, this wasn't the type of movie for it. You know, it, it just, I I don't know. Anyway, that's just some of my observations. Um, hair, what about you? Any, any of that stuff strike a chord or any initial or not initial, but any other thoughts on that stuff?
1: Yeah. I mean, um, you know, like you were talking about in the beginning to Ryan Reynolds. Cool. Um, awesome. Great. We get two of them uh, in this movie. And I will say on, on the second half of the movie, I do think Ryan Reynolds tries to check a different tone to make like his younger. I feel like he's almost yelling at his, uh, his current box office self and being like, you're going to regret this later and you're going to you know, uh, not like yourself in the future. Um, So I hope he was talking to himself in that. Um, So wasn't a huge (laughs) fan of that because it felt like in the beginning, like I was going to get two of the same character just going back and forth, like you said. And I think he captured it perfectly with the, you know, having a little bit of levity and some seriousness thrown in there. You know, there was a couple scenes, you know, um, especially towards the end um that i think stand out a little bit better but you know for the majority of it it was a little bit like so we're just gonna say jokes to each other the whole time and i will say sometimes i think marvel falls prey to that in in certain elements um depending on the movie but um it wasn't it was obviously this was the next level um you know as you mentioned that felt like another ryan reynolds deadpool performance without the costume um for it and you know you were talking a little bit about the score or the uh the soundtrack for it. I kind of felt like the references to Star Wars and Back to the Future were a little bit kind of obviously expected, um, you know, with given the type of movie that it is. But they but literally
0: just, just did those gags in Free Guy, which, both yeah, I know him and yeah, Sean Levy exactly. did, yeah, which I, I, I think in Free
1: Guy was also a little bit uh egregious. Um, but I think worked a little bit better, better in that world, considering it's like in right. the internet where this is like kind of, you know, set in a, you know, whatever, um, in three different timelines or whatever. Um, but like, you know, I will say the, the lightsaber tool, cause that's the other thing is like they I don't even know what they called it. Um, though that stuff was kind of cool to me. Um, but like, it's, it's one of the few parts of the action that I was like, oh, that's like neat. So um but yeah hands what about you for uh for spots
2: on the, on those things i don't the, i mean there were a lot that we kind of said like I'll, I'll go with like greg initially You said like the cast in this movie isn't bad and you know i i, I honestly thought that bar scene was going to get a little weird knowing like ryan reynolds movies where i thought like his mom Back was to gonna future. like like that yeah like really like odd. but then i'm like all right now they're not going to take that turn I'm like, I wouldn't have been surprised though. That's where I was like, my like expectation was going where I'm like, oh no. Um, I, I I don't know. Like I I just, Sean Levy, like it has to be lucky. He met like Ryan Reynolds and Ben Stiller. So he made those uh, museum movies. Like he's got to (laughs) be really happy because like, they're not great. They're Okay. But then like he just fell into a gold mine, like to 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 meet Ryan Reynolds. And now we're gonna get a Deadpool 3 from him, which I don't want from him at all. I don't. I'm not excited for Deadpool 3. Um I just uh Greg, I was the same with you where like I, with um the actor who played younger younger Adam, he was a clone of Ryan Reynolds. He really was. And he like has like that 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 like bam 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 bam. And he even looked like him. like, there was a, a fantastic choice. But as, as much as I am a fan of like Ryan Reynolds, like, I don't, I don't want to see the same character on screen. Like I want, like, I want it fleshed out a little more. And like, I just, I don't know. It just didn't, I feel like, you know, at like, Adam, you're supposed to look at him at two different points in his life. And I feel like I was just watching the same character, like quit back and forth at each other. Um, and it just seemed like it was the same person. Um, I I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I feel like I, I why, I, and I didn't see Free Guy, but I'm assuming like, you know, there were probably some, there was a lot of like sci-fi references and pop culture references in Free Guy. Um, yeah. But I mean, I, it, you say with Star Wars, I think they took like the speed, this, the chase scene from Return of the Jedi right out of that and put it in this movie when they were going through the woods And like trying to get away from the robot guys or whatever they are. Um, yeah, I I, that was almost like directly out of it. Um, I mean, with some of this, the casting and all, like, I feel like Zoe Saldana, like, why was she in this movie? She did not need to be in this movie. (laughs) Jennifer Gardner, I don't think she needed to be in this movie. Like, you, I I don't, I just, I don't know. I I don't know where to go because I was kind of very disappointed because when we talked about the expectations, like, mine were high and I didn't really see like. For every bad review, I feel like I saw like six or seven good ones. So I'm like, all right, I'll go with that. And now like this, this, I guess it's a good thing. I watch this because now I'm not going to buy into any of that more be any more BS that I see on Twitter.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Welcome
2: to, the, welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. I can't, guy. I I like, and I, I, I don't even, I think I saw the trailer once for this and it was a couple like, maybe like a couple months ago where we're like, they've released it late. I think they released a the trailer, like a month at like maybe a month or a month and a half before it actually came yeah. out. Yeah.
1: A lot of a and lot of the like, Netflix product does that,
2: yeah. And I'm like, all right, it looks cool. Like I was like, like you guys were, you're like, this actually looks interesting. I love time travel. I love time travel movies and all the different aspects of it and how they tackle it. This just wasn't one that I liked. Um, I think yeah. there were good parts of it, but I mean, take that for what it is, because the rest of the movie stinks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Harry, touching on the effects you mentioned. Um, the like lightsaber tool whatever it's called i i thought those disintegrations from from those and the blasters were were really cool the effects for that looks good different at least i would say too yeah yes the rest of it terrible (laughs) it looked like it was absolutely shoestring sci-fi budget of the week movie where it was just awful like the cg was very very poor and it's like all right, you're going to spend all this money on a really good cast. And then what? Just nothing else? Like, this is a a sci-fi adventure, and you're not going to pour in any of that into visual effects. Um, So, I don't know. That was disappointing. Uh, I also found it disappointing. Maybe this is me. Just, you know, let me push my glasses up and nerd out a little bit. Uh, (laughs) Here we go. Here we go, guys. Uh, (laughs) I, I really... I don't understand why movies always illustrate time travel and its impacts incorrectly. Like, and granted mm. even one of my favorites back to the future. And likewise with Avengers Endgame. game. Uh, I mean, all movies really do this, but when you make actions in the past, it doesn't change your future. It's not like all of a sudden things will change around you. It it, it creates a divergent timeline. It branches off. And in this they they don't do that and it's it's bad enough that the movie is not great but then when you're throwing the science at it too and the science is terrible it just oh uh, man it it just that's how it makes me feel <laughs> hands you look like you want to say something
2: yes so greg <laughs> yeah i and you know a lot of these movies like all these movies have different aspects of how they want to handle time travel um harry and i have and somewhere in the dark web out there <laughs> on MySpace or or a or aim or whatever it is there's a conversation that harry and i have had about time travel and it got dark like it, it is harry even here is he frozen i don't know
0: it's a good question Sorry.
2: That's all right. <laughs> That's well, we'll um, no, fine. I, I, he, I, he's been making the same face for about like five seconds. Oh, there okay, he is back. Um, all right. Sorry, back. Harry, you, you froze up. and You, you, you scared me. <laughs> he blinked out uh, of time.
0: <laughs> I was uh, moving.
2: Uh, yeah, I just time traveled, guys. So uh, I'm back. Um, yeah. So yeah. somewhere in the dark web, there's a conversation that Harry and I had over AIM about the, the, um, the, the, the meaning of time travel and how it works. A lot um, of
1: expletives thrown around.
2: Yes. Almost <laughs> ended our budding friendship and, you know, whatever. With that being said, I, the science was not explained. Like they, this was not explained at all of how like time travel works. Like, I feel like it just took like pieces out of each time, like out of like, like, you know, like let's take end game and, and back to the future and all those other like, like famous time travel movies where it's just like, I got like towards the end of the movie where Adam, the two atoms just disappeared from Mark Ruffalo. And then they went into like rando spots in their timeline. And like, and that like, I don't understand how that worked, but that that's why I'm like, that. Like, Greg, you're right. Like the science, like, I, I don't even think the like they didn't even like, I, you know, that's no, a movie. They're not going to like talk to like people who studied under Stephen Hawking and all like, they're going to just make their own movie and, and their own rules, but they didn't even, they didn't even set up their own rules. Well, it right. just it was all over the place um so yeah i i agree like if you're gonna if you're gonna at least like kind of borrow aspects of time travel from movies do one movie and not like six different ones
0: yep i agree hair. uh yeah hair any thoughts on yeah the time now, travel? now that
2: i'm back uh
1: from time traveling uh it's pretty crazy in the future guys <laughs> um, did you go back and did you go back and copy that conversation <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah, I, uh, I jumped ahead. Um, so I will say, yeah, the rules to me were a little bit like, this is what we need to do because, you know, we need to put everything back together. Um, and it was just like, so they, you know, they end up, you know, basically killing Katherine Keener's character. Um, and like that resets everything, but what it resets to isn't when they left us. It's basically like the moments they talked about um, where it's like, hug your mom. And I met my wife. Um, so yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just, I, I didn't really enjoy the, it just felt like they just kind of skipped over the sciencey part of it, which probably saved them 15 to 20 minutes, to be honest. Um, I don't know if we would have been digging more of this movie if it was even deeper and heavier in sci-fi. So the rules were a little bit uh, missing uh, for that for me. Mm-hmm.
2: And you have Mark. Ruff- yeah, you have Mark Ruffalo, who played like a phenomenal Bruce Banner, like who who is like, like spit out like he's basically
1: just reading crap. his line from Endgame pretty much. We're <laughs> yeah, he like about spit up travel. like all
2: these like complicated Equations and stuff from Endgame and made him like. I actually thought he was actually, and I'm not saying Mark Ruffalo is dumb, but it made it seem like he was like a, like an actual scientist. And here it's just like, yeah, he definitely was just doing this for a paycheck because his his acting in this movie was terrible. Like he he has no. I felt like he had no chemistry. No no one had chemistry with anyone. Speaking of science, there was no chemistry with anyone in this movie. With with and and Ruffalo. I thought his character was terrible, especially when he went to punch Ryan Reynolds, which was the lamest punch of ever. He like air punched him. He did like that Roman Reigns Superman punch. <laughs> and 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 I was like, all right, that was like odd. But I just, uh, there's no science in this movie. This is, this is the worst time travel movie I've ever seen.
0: <laughs> um, so touching on, uh, you know, what you guys had said about uh, or Harry, what you had said about uh going back to meeting his wife and everything, which would be he being uh, Ryan Reynolds and Mm. future Adam, that end scene where Ryan Reynolds and Zoe Saldana are playing young college kids was laughable to me, Uh, but not because it was actually funny. It was just the concept of two people in what conservatively mid forties playing early 20 year olds. It's just like, come on, bro. Like, Hey, you can go
1: to college whenever you can. You can finish up whenever you're ready. It's, it's you nobody's timeline is 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 set in stone. You um, can, I, but
0: that's not the way they set it up. They set it up as this is Adam 20 years later like or, or whatever. Didn't
1: they say it was like the Academy, like some flight school type thing? Like, yeah, the, the, I felt like, like it was academy a flight militarized...
2: school. It was a police Academy. It was like a space <laughs> Academy for like 18 year olds.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, come right. on, bro.
1: Maybe I missed that. Maybe. Yeah, it
0: that. was just it was, again, laughable. Uh, so wait, then how old is Ryan Reynolds in the
1: movie? Like when he I, comes? I now- believe
0: he's like mid 30s. Be- I'm pretty sure they say at some point that he's like Adam 20 years into the future. Right? Yeah. So if he'd yeah, be 32. I,
1: yeah, I don't know. I feel like your timelines are a little <laughs> off with that. I feel like it was a military thing that they joined. And they were older and weren't in their 20s and were in like their 30s and trying to make a difference in the time travel world.
0: Look, Possibly. I mean, Stalker Channing played a teenager in Greece <laughs> and she Jeez. was like 55 at that point. So I yeah. get it. But like, uh. it's just stop, Hollywood, now, stop. They're
2: stealing like like ideas from Back to the Future on their time travels. And now they're stealing from like that Dear Evan Hansen movie where they got like a 42-year-old a, a <laughs> oh, to play an 18-year-old
0: it's just like when is enough enough
2: the it answer is was, right was, now it was wet hot american summer that's what that yes. was last scene
0: <laughs> now see that i like because at least it's ironic you know like they're yeah. doing it, it, it was supposed to be a joke yeah right <laughs> um so i don't know just to, to cap off my end of uh the adam project terrible movie uh as far as you know letterboxd goes uh and my score Ryan Reynolds does not have a great batting average with me. I have 13 movies currently at 1.5 stars out of five (laughs) and three of them are his. So almost 20%. uh, And those three would be this, the previously discussed red notice. And of course, Green Lantern. So yeah, not, not great. Uh, Free guy. I think I rated like three stars or maybe two and a half. So it was entertaining, but uh, Adam project 1.5 stars gets an F for me sorry adam you failed this project uh hands final thoughts i i think on letterbox i gave it like maybe like a like a two like i, I
2: think yeah, it i did. i honestly i honestly will kind of go like i think the effects were actually pretty cool in terms of like some of the action like whenever the the metal people or whatever the soldiers were coming out like the future soldiers were coming i'd like just showing up and kind of just like coming like visible. I thought that was cool, and I thought some of the choreography, like, with some of the fight was okay. I'm not, like, and I, I, I thought the last fight with um, Christos, or Christos, whatever his name is, was kind of cool. Um, But, the, the you know, like I said, there's, there wasn't enough of that for me, and the, the I, this movie was mainly, like, a, a, a talkie. Like, it was, like, not, it was just talking. That's all it was, and explaining dumb science. And, you know mark ruffalo just being a, a, a cashing in that check and ryan reynolds making quippy remarks that's the, all this movie was um you know ryan reynolds has a like a, we we did red notice and that movie stunk we all i think we all kind of crapped on that yeah i i really want him to do more serious stuff like i really do because i think he's a phenomenal serious actor um I, still I, your boy he was your what? boy for a while he was your boy for a while. He was, and like, and I'll even like, he's so. I, I don't say he's so lucky that Deadpool happened because like he was already famous before that. But I feel yeah. like Deadpool kind of just like brought out a new side of his him where like he never left it and stayed in Deadpool for like I don't know like eight nine years, however long it's been since that came out. Um, that character is more-
0: great, but not when he's doing that same character in every movie, right? And most of and the I time think- it's watered down because it's
2: not our. Yeah. And that's why I'm afraid like going forward with like Disney of how they're going to handle Deadpool if it's going to be rated R. I hope it is. I really really hope it is. Yeah, if it's um, not I don't want it. But like I would love to see him tackle more. Like he's doing Clue, which over like I that that thing's been in in production longer than The Flash. Um so I don't know whether or not that'll actually ever see the light of day. Um I don't I'm not interested in that. He'll butcher Clue. He's he's going to be terrible in it. Um And it's just like, I I want to do here first folks like (laughs) buried. I love buried. I'm claustrophobic and I hate, I like, I, I really like love watching that movie six underground. I mean, that was on Netflix. That was okay. That was like a a goofy action movie, but it was an action movie. It wasn't like this where just like a mess. I don't know. I mean, it was a mess, but I liked it. Um, And a couple other movies, but yeah, he's just. I didn't see free guy. I'll probably watch it. But from what I've heard, I'm like not missing too much. It's
0: it's. So. I'd say it's worth a watch. You'll definitely find it more art.
2: entertaining than this. Okay, good. All right. Well, maybe I'll, I'll watch that uh, next to uh, Captain Marvel.
0: Jeez, Louise, I mean, look, I you. think we can all agree that the highlight of Ryan Re- Reynolds filmography is ripped. So is what? ripped no r.i.p i know yeah it's not, <laughs> oh. it's not that, i thought not that i thought you
2: were like yeah he's in pretty good shape but i, know, I was giving you crickets why would i comment I, uh, on his i note? forgot that Yuck. i forgot that movie ever existed so <laughs> i was uh
1: you're welcome i was just gonna, I was just gonna <laughs> close out my thoughts on the adam project uh yeah. real quick uh Catherine keener Deep Fake, why Yeah, Um, I guess to save some money, um, but didn't really work for me. Apparently she played both characters um, there, but uh, I guess, you know, just to save some dollars. Like uh, Chris said, I mean, it seemed like everybody was getting a check. I mean, Zoe, Zoe Saldana off of the set of Avatar two voice recording, cashing them checks um you know i felt there was a really there's two two other points i wanted to make one Mm. was i felt it was a really sweet moment between adam and lewis or ryan reynolds and mark ruffalo uh towards the end i'm not gonna lie that kind of that kind of got me a little bit um maybe it was a sap there just came uh, off cheesy to me i i felt like it was really strong but that's just me um now my other thought on this is netflix's movies because i feel like netflix has two big type movies one is kind of prestigey and kind of like going for Oscars. You know, I think about, you know, um, Don't Look Up. I think about the Irishman marriage story. I'd even put a film like the harder they fall in that category and not in this category. But you could maybe make the case for both. I haven't seen it yet. Um, But it's starting to get me a little bit worried or putting it on my radar for Knives Out too. Now, I hope that and what I've seen from set photos, it looks like they're actually filming on location. Um, and not in like a studio somewhere not um, like uh, not so, like that uh, death on the nile where it's in front of a yeah, green screen all the time no yeah. um so my hope is is that it nev- that knives out 2 will be fine but because i feel like it's more prestigious than this but i feel like this is probably the best. Not the I don't feel like this is the prototype. I feel like you can maybe cite some others. But I feel like this type of movie is the best you're gonna get from Netflix Big Blockbuster because I think they do a bunch of different categories, you know, whether it be as Chris mentioned, their shows, comedies, you know, small, small horror pictures, which I think they've kind of gotten away from. Um, but you know, they'll usually drop something. But as far as the like A-list material that they put in their trailer package to like for the summer or for the winter. Um, you know, in, in these montages, I think this is the best you're going to get as far as like what to expect and what to like take from it. Because I feel as you guys have mentioned, like not excited for Deadpool three really, you know, but I feel like if I'm a, an eight to 16 year old kid, maybe 15, like, Ryan Reynolds in a sci-fi movie with like some cool action and he you know kind of curses and there's a kid like me who kind of curses in the movie um you know they're probably signed all up for that so I could see why this does numbers and maybe it's not for us but um you know I could see why some people anticipate it but I think I don't know bigger question for me is, is like do these a list netflix movies like are, is this like is this it because you know we talked about red notice we talked about this we're probably missing a couple um that i should have written down the reference but what are you guys thoughts on that really quick like do you guys think
0: well so is there it? is there is one um that falls into that big budget category that i actually really enjoyed and i know not everybody was high on it but i really liked bright uh with will oh, smith yeah, yeah. and uh, joel edgerton yeah, yeah. I thought that was good and I was hoping for a sequel. I don't know. Will Smith is kind of a persona non grata uh, right now. Uh, (laughs) You're not getting that
2: sequel. Yeah. People are shying away from that. But uh, Andrew Selva (laughs) is (laughs) going to replace
0: I, You know, I thought that was really well done. I don't remember the effects being bad. The practical effects looked really good with the makeup and everything. Uh, Mm. But yes, beyond bright, I haven't seen any other big budget, like non Oscar bait movies that have been good from Netflix. None, none come to mind.
2: What I, the one that comes to mind and, and <clears throat> excuse me, I, I think, um, similar to bright was power with, um, Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon Levitt. And uh, I forget who else was in that movie. Uh, um, I don't even remember it, that. It, 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 it came and went like they, they kind of put oh, a lot project of power mark, or project power. I'm sorry. Yeah. Project yeah, power. Yeah. No, you're good. Um, that was that was all right. I mean, I think that was kind of like like how I would probably how you would describe bright. It's how I kind of would describe that, I enjoyed it. Um, but uh, the future of like Netflix movies, like I don't know, like I'm more invested in their shows at this point, like um, Ozark, Umbrella Academy, and Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. And I think I feel like that's where I'm kind Aren't of two sticking. of them ending. <laughs> yes. So yeah. I guess no. Now we get one more straight. I don't know. They keep saying like the next <laughs> season is going to be the final one. I'm not sure. That's um, true. That's fair. But I, I do like a lot of their original TV shows. In terms of movies, like I, I like, I remember seeing some of the like the past movies, like the one with Ben Affleck and uh, and uh, Pedro Pascal. What was that? The uh, Triple Frontier. Oh, tri- triple that Frontier. That was a good yeah. one. I like that one. Um, yeah, I feel like they were going prestige for that one, though. I feel exactly. Yeah, and then that like, goes with you, but, like yeah, big blockbusters. Like you are not gonna like. I I don't. If this was the peak of it, then then Knives Out Two is screwed. Like it, it is. I don't know.
1: I don't. I, I think it'll be okay, but that's my hope. But uh, oh, uh, I was gonna say, Greg uh, Bright. I think that was like five years ago when I just tried to look it up 20, 2017. So um, I remember that was, was two years ago.
2: In terms again, of like in movies like that was like I remember Bright was like kind of like Netflix, Netflix saying like it came hey, out like, like Christmas we're,
1: we're, holidays. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's like we're coming into the movie game now. Like that was when yeah. there was like one of their first. Like I think
0: that might have been Bushes, their first. Yeah produced
2: movie like actual like studio movie
0: how about because i haven't seen this one so that's why i didn't comment on it but i know it got a lot of hype uh have either of you seen bird box would you quantify that as no, you know no, a, a half either. of it i saw half yeah. of it i i see, saw I, it i feel like that was a surprise
1: one like i feel like you know something like that like reminds me of squid game where it's like hey like netflix just throws this on there Like now they push other stuff, you know, like Squid Game 2 is going to get a huge push and huge advertising. But I feel like Bird Box was kind of a phenomenon where it was like, hey, like kind of similar to Tiger King where it was like, you know, whether your thoughts on any of these three are good or bad, it was, you know, kind of like something that everybody was talking about for a few weeks after it was released. But like, as Chris mentioned, like something like Project Power, you can search for it on Netflix and find it and watch it. But like, there's absolutely zero... Like knowledge that that's on there, unless like you remember it, or like it's something of like, oh, I'm doing a Jamie Fox or Joseph gordon a deep dive. Like, let me look into it. So it's pretty wild that they just like store things on there, and it's just like, yeah, it's there,
2: um, whenever you want. So pretty crazy. I, I will say too, like I've watched like out of um, we watched another Netflix movie. uh Catherine and I watched um, The Weekend Away, I think it was called with um, oh my God, I can't even think of her name um mm. it it sucks mm-hmm. it, but it's like supposed to be like a thriller type where this girl goes to goes on vacation with a friend yeah that's it that's meester? her late meester um it's not a good movie the acting in it's terrible like it just kind of like things just it that's the kind of movie where like i feel like harry you were saying like with their horror movies and like their thriller where i feel like yeah. this movie just like kind of kept throwing twist and twist and twist at you and it just didn't make sense and it just was a bad movie so they're not yeah. having a good track record in in this household
0: um i will say man what
1: they just they throw out so much stuff that it's just like so well uh, it is overwhelming yeah Yeah. so
0: that that's a good point because you know what another one that comes to mind that i actually really dug and it's not a great movie but it was entertaining enough uh call me call me maybe what is it with ali wong and uh, always be my maybe always be my maybe that's it um yeah call me I really it was a, a terrible song on the radio yeah. no me. i i really enjoyed that movie and but here here it is again there's so much content that they put out so much original content not even including all the repertory stuff so much original content that like the gems are very few and far between and then when you get something that is i guess equivalent to a tentpole for them kind of like the adam project it just yeah. it it almost always seems to miss so uh, well, hey, we'll we'll be back for the next one, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. I if it's got Ryan red red Reynolds notice, in it, no promises.
2: I can't <laughs> yeah, wait till right. the Red Notice to uh
1: uh episode. The re the re-up, the re the re-read <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> too red to notice. Um yeah. all right, well let's close the book on the Adam Project and let's talk about something a little more fresh. Uh hands, uh, hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. So why
2: don't you take us into that? Uh, as Greg alluded to the Hulu movie, which I didn't even know existed until we said we were going to watch it. <laughs> a movie called fresh. Uh, it's got Sebastian Stan. Uh, you guys are going to have to help me out. What is the other girl's name? Uh, the girl's name in it is. Um, oh, Daisy boy. Edgar Jones. Yes. Yep. Daisy Edgar Jones. I've <laughs> never seen her in anything before. So um, as we talk, if I, I'm going to look up her, her resume. Um, this was a wild movie. Um, I'll admit the first 15 minutes of this movie, I didn't like, I thought it was very slow and boring, but like I said, I went in this movie completely fresh. I didn't know a single thing about it, um, but I'll do a quick rundown. This basically is this uh, girl, Noah, who uh, has a weird spelling NOA, yeah, which no distracted me, <laughs> which distracted me on the subtitles, like, because I'm like, did they spell this wrong? Um, it has doesn't have the most successful dating history. Um, meets Sebastian Stan Steve, who turns out, uh, he's you know, he seems like the perfect guy. And, um, you know, we're definitely gonna jump into spoilers here. Uh, he's a cannibal, uh, just to sum it up.
0: Turns out so he's he, not a great guy,
2: he's <laughs> not a great guy. You know what he's a very honest guy. I'll give him that, give him some credit. Uh, he doesn't lie,
0: but everything gifted else, about surgeon animals, just gifted, loves the yeah. taste of human flesh.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah get it, a taste? It, I once, once he like like I said no trailers nothing no description I just hit play and let it ride once she passed out and then the opening credits start and I know you guys have pointed out too like the opening credits start really late I got really confused and I'm like oh no like what's about to happen <laughs> and then like he explains his whole like grand planter I'm like he's gonna eat her <laughs>
0: This isn't where like, I parked my car. <laughs> yeah.
2: And then there's other girls, you know, he sells it to like rich people who love other rather rich cannibals, um, you know, and her friend is looking for Molly is looking for her. Is that her name? Molly friends who, are her friends are Molly. looking for Molly or Molly's looking for her. Molly's looking for. I don't even know. Mo- like Molly's looking for her, and then her Molly Molly's friends looking for her. Which he, he I, when we get towards the end of this movie, is one of the funniest scenes. I, I cracked up in it. But um yeah, it just, this is, I don't know where to classify this. Like, I don't know if I'd put it, I'd put it definitely under like thriller suspense. But I I will admit, there's a lot of really good comedy in this movie where like, with Sebastian Stan's character, where like just some of the things he says, like I found myself laughing a lot more than I probably should have. But it just like, it wasn't out of like being like, the, I guess not being funny. It was just like, this guy's serious. Like this guy's out of his mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, coming from that, from the, the of not knowing anything about this movie. Um, yeah, I, I, I want to go back and watch the trailer um, and just kind of see how they sold it to people. Um, I know Harry said, oh, you know, Catherine might like it. There's no way she would like this movie. I, I can tell you. It is a gross movie. I don't um, have an open mind, and I and, and I felt really uncomfortable the second half of the movie through a bunch of different parts. I don't know if that was the, the purpose of it. I don't know. I'm but, pretty uh, sure it was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll throw it over to you guys, Greg. Uh, what were you, what were your first uh, initial thoughts of this?
0: Well, my very first impression was when I read the description on Hulu, and it said starring Sebastian Stan of Pam and Tommy. Dear <laughs> listeners, what? I mean, come on, like the Winter Soldier, for God's sakes, his biggest role. And we're talking. No, and it's not even because I'm an MCU fan. But come on, you cannot deny that is what he is most well known for. And I get it. I get Pam and Tommy is a Hulu project. And maybe they want to advertise that. But I mean, star of Pam and Tommy. It's like, come on, bro. Like I. roll. Uh, also,
1: I mean Hulu and Disney do have a thing so it is a yeah. little bit weird but yeah. I know Hulu and FX work together as well yeah. so I guess it's something where it's like hey where do we need more eyeballs hey Pam and Tommy because I wanted to watch it and just never did heard it, Heard it's a weird series but That's well, well, I don't I, know yeah, if you know I, this I, but it,
0: Sebastian Stan is the star of it yeah I did <laughs> yeah him and, according him to and the, Billy James yeah. according to the description of Fresh um, I gotta say God the dating scene looks horrific especially for women i mean this poor poor girl uh having to endure just uh, an awful uh date and the dating scene in general uh so poor noah uh that was pretty scary before the actual horror even started uh i loved the score by alex summers very unsettling uh it was kind of almost giving off a uh, unsolved mysteries type vibe uh, credits thirty three minutes in, <laughs> boy, you whiling. Uh, I don't understand why movies do this. Uh, drive my Love car it. did this recently too, where it was what like forty five minutes in or an hour it. something it was an like hour. that. It
1: was an hour in, yeah. Why?
0: Like, I get it. You want to have yeah. a cold open or whatever, but like thirty minutes in, like what is? Bro,
2: that's. That's a mini episode. That's a prologue. That's exactly. like an I love prologue.
0: Exactly. Look, I, I don't know. It's
2: just, it's a strange thing to me. I, I, it was funny when I was watching that and that happened. I was like, I, I said, like, oh, S. I was like, oh. And I like had a giggle. I was like, oh, yeah, that's O-S. right. S- uh,
0: like, no, just no, a, a few that? other quick notes too mm-hmm. uh, before I pass it off. Uh, there's literally a subscription box for everything. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> Sebastian Stan have running his own subscription box service and throwing in Is human his own meat gold meat belly like... clothes yeah exactly <laughs> like come on you know what the most appalling thing to me was i didn't see any dry ice so that meat has got to be bad by the time it comes uh I, I mean it looked like he vacuum sealed it so i guess that preserves Wait. it a little bit but i don't know maybe I, i'm just looking i, have, I have a
2: quick question with that subscription yeah. service and i want to yeah. make sure and see like when you guys watch this yes they
0: accept venmo okay thank you
2: um <laughs> so do um did you guys get an ad for something called fresh food or fresh start for it was like a, like for like a like this exact
0: thing for like a food delivery service uh, no not recently <laughs> no, right, I mean, I liter- listen, no i mean li- the... no, no
2: i'm talking about like when i hit play on hulu i got a yeah. thing it said like fresh start or whatever i'm like oh no i didn't i'm like oh know. like the movie's called fresh And i'm like watch i'm like this is great placement because now it's <laughs> yeah. terrible because I never want to order food from anywhere other. Again, like I'm making my own food from now on. So I just thought like, I was like, it's part of the movie. And then I saw in the corner, it said ad. So I was like, "Oh, all right. Target, Yes. Targeted
0: advertising. My guy, uh, <laughs> two other quick notes, going to sound weird. And I don't know why I did, but you know, I love Sebastian Stan and the role of Steve. I thought he was great. I kept pitch picturing Rob Lowe in that role. I don't know <laughs> why. Uh, I I saw that I saw that note and I like (laughs) I saw it and I was like yep I feel like because here's the thing Sebastian Stan when you're looking at him you kind of get a little creep vibe but I feel like if Rob Lowe like Rob Lowe is just straight up handsome so if he was in that role you're not getting that creep vibe and it's even more off-putting kind of like the way Bale was in uh American Psycho um Hmm. so I don't know I I just uh look i love sebastian stan but if there was an alternate timeline and they needed to cast somebody other than sebastian stan Rob Lowe is your guy for this role uh and then the last thing uh before i pass it off to harry just want to say molly man she is a real one for looking out for her friend trying to investigate 100. not just saying you know hey these texts are a little funny but enjoy your weekend girl bye-bye uh <laughs> harry <laughs> what are your thoughts on uh fresh so far
1: yeah. So you mentioned uh, being a real one. Mm. Um, yeah. My, my wife is, is definitely that she's uh, someone who will most definitely track you and make sure she knows where you're at at all times. And as,
0: as I see her reflection. Read,
1: <laughs> yeah. read every text message and, and see where she's at for it. Um, but you talked about, you know, uh, really love the first 30 minutes of this movie and kind of how the hammer drops in, because I feel like what they did was they showed you in the trailer what this movie was going to be about um, and then just kind of did that opening where it's later on their date and she's having trouble in the dating world. And then boom, we're kicking into the part. Like they really didn't focus on. So I really dug that. Um, Mimi cave is the director. It's actually her directorial debut. So really cool. I think her. it works for this movie. Um, like I, I wouldn't want to see every movie do this, but like what I really enjoyed is they didn't really give too much away in the, in the, trailer and you could kind of assume he was a cannibal but like what does he do how does this work um but yeah um also in the first 30 minutes uh, there's a scene with uh an online dating with uh Brett Brett Dyer who's of Jane the Virgin uh fame and he plays uh Chad uh and just a classic uh classic uh real real non-winner uh, when it comes, does everything wrong on the date that you would want from a date. Um, Chad, bro. It was so cringe. Yeah. yeah. So cringe. So perfect. Uh Chef's kiss on that. Um, And then I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed seeing Sebastian Stan play fun again. Like I feel like he's, you know, in the winter soldier in the show, we got a little bit more of seeing him kind of come back to his normal person, but he's kind of just always playing dark and brooding. And it was really fun to, like you said, the kind of be a Rob Lowe type where it's like, Hey, and, If you've seen Rob Lowe in Parks and Rec, he's not a creep, but like if he was in this role playing that type, you would totally get like, whoa, creep boy vibes uh, from it. So um, and talking a little bit about Daisy Edgar Jones, she uh, she's a name to watch out for, I would say. So she's been in uh, this series called Normal People uh, based off of uh, the book. Uh, My wife is uh, is, uh, making us watch it. Um, I've only heard good things online, so I'm really excited for that. Uh, there's also an Epic series called war of the worlds that she's in. So kudos to her for that. Didn't know that was a thing. And, uh, another book. So she's, I guess a big bookhead where the crawl dad sing is going to be a movie coming out later this year, uh, that I believe she's the main actress, uh, in that film as well. So I think more to come from her. I really enjoyed her performance. Um, you know, as Noah, um, yeah, for that. So, um, yeah, toss it back to Chris. Chris, I mean, if you want to talk more about uh, you know, where 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 this where the story leaves us at once once we get back to uh
2: the lair uh there. I don't even know. Um <laughs> so so basically, like this guy doesn't murder people and like all at once and then put their, you know, sell their body off. He does it piece by piece. Mm-hmm. And um he starts with uh nose butt or her butt cheeks. Um <laughs>
0: Which, which, by the way, it, like, they don't seem to make it very difficult for her to sit down, which and, you would imagine I, it to be. I put that
2: note. I put yeah. that note in. where, like by like, I don't know how long this was going on for. It seemed like a couple of days. Yeah. But she was up and walking without a butt for a, a good amount of time. Like she was up and like running around Sitting. and
1: laying. Yeah, I've done it all my life. I got no butt as well. I mean, I've, I've, I've been I've out s- there walking.
2: I've sat where like you know it gets like numb. You're like, ah, my butt's numb. Like and right. I, I can't even walk up the steps when I do that. <laughs> she's fighting off. keep fighting of a off butt. the winter soldier. Yeah. Um, but then like you you get a little like you get a little um like inside inside of like why he's doing it. You get to meet his uh bat S crazy wife, who's just as hand. nutty as his. Um and I so- just
0: real
1: quick was she was she a former captive or was she just yeah I think so
0: that was what I took it to to, I thought I I took that as the implication
2: I took it as like where they were like he was breeding Noah to become the new her because it seemed like and it seemed like it was very it was going that route like towards the end of the movie. But I think that's where like she probably was like realized like, yeah, I mean, he ate my leg and sold my leg to a bunch of rich people. And you know, I got some other yeah. scars and I probably I got have two a butt. kids
1: in a great house.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I don't
1: that, have a butt. But that's it kind of reminds me of like she wasn't his a one day one. Like she wasn't like I'm about this life. Let's right. roll. Like, cause I think she, the reason she shows up at the end, I feel is because she's like, I don't want to lose what I have. Right. And even though it's insane and psychotic, I'm not going back to the, you know, either being eaten life or not being this guy, like, you know, being held captive by him, you know, I guess, you know, saying this, this side of the grass is greener than what, what could be if he ends up liking this, uh, this, uh, Noah girl.
0: Well, okay. So not, not to jump too far ahead with that, but. She she still attacks Noah even after she already sees that he is dead. So I think I think at yeah. this point, you know, I don't know if it's her wanting to continue his business or not maybe she doesn't want the name be smirched or or what I feel is likely is that she's just psychotic and she's like, You cost us all of this, so I'm gonna get you. I don't right. know. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I think like you're right. Like she was all about that. Like she lived in a nice house and, and, you know, I think when you were getting in the shower, I think that was like, when she was getting in the shower, like they show her fake leg. I think that was kind of like insinuating that like, yeah, she was kind of looking back and like, you know, and, and possibly, I I think like a lot of people like, well, I forget the girl in the next cell her name, but Penny, um, Penny. Penny, Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they like, she made a comment, like you slept with them. And I think once um, Molly told the the blonde, the, the wife, like, oh, well, you know, she's cheating on you with her. That's when she started getting jealous and thinking that, like, I don't think he was ever going to kill yeah. Noah. I don't think I think his intention was to breed her to, like, possibly leave the, the, the nutty blonde lady. But, you know, they're all nutty in this movie. Like, I, uh, like, how far would you go to get like... get revenge on this guy like at this point your butt's gone your friend like i guess you don't know if your friends in this i'm sorry i'm not gonna keep repeating that because it's just bizarre that like he went after her butt cheeks first and like to get revenge like she had to eat another human being like she was eating like a couple meals i'm sorry i'm never gonna like get be that like into revenge where oh. I got to like subject myself. I that. didn't,
0: I didn't take it as revenge. I took it as survival. Like she saw or survival. This- I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. As Survival. I feel like at that point, like I,
2: she was building a relationship with Steve and I'm like, you know what? I <laughs> like, I'm not going to eat another human being. I'll do whatever he wants. I'm not, I'm not, if he doesn't kill me, that's fine. But I'm not eating people where hmm. I draw the line. Oh, and some oh. of these scenes where like he was grinding that meat, I always got to throw up. I was legit <laughs> gonna throw up.
1: They do, they do show her throw up after yeah uh, some of the meals. So, so um, you know, it does it does show that she like wasn't a huge fan of the food. Um,
2: like I, I never want to sure eat meatballs that. or anything again. Like I and I cook like my own meatballs.
0: I don't even want to do that anymore. I'm gonna be honest. The food looked delicious, except for the <laughs> breast. Except for the breast meat. The breast meat looked gross, but the rest yeah. of it was like that no, looked. That I want to meatballs. Like, that looked
2: like a piece of human. That
0: looked like <laughs> two, right off the two body. sides of
2: this coin.
1: Greg's like, "Yo, send me, send me a delivery." Uh, world.
2: Chris is like, "I'm never <laughs> eating food again." Like, I honestly thought I was gonna throw up. Like when they was like grinding the meat and like show. I'm like, "Oh, oh!" Like I'm like gagging. Um, but I Loved don't know. like that. I, I thought like the whole. I thought how the story was playing out. Like she was kind of playing into his his kind of like, yeah. lifestyle. To lead them on to, you know, eventually to the point where she fights back. um I mean, I had some weird concerns, like how did she know Molly was in the house? Like Molly, I guess, did she see her phone or something? Like, yeah, I, that, I don't know. The phone yeah. was
0: what tipped her off.
2: Okay, because when he, he was showing the, like the collectibles or the, the that's case. right, yeah,
0: because he ran case,
2: r- yeah. right into the, she ran right in that room. She's like, Molly, let's go. I'm like, mm. how did like did she eat Molly? Did she eat any of Molly? Was any of <laughs> Molly gone?
0: Well, uh, Uh, so that was the other thing. Was like when they were eating, I think it was the breast meat. He was like, "You might even know who this is." Yeah, he he made some comment like that. So I was like, "Oh, is that part of Molly?" Talk
1: about becoming talk about becoming closer with your best friend. You know what I mean? Nothing like having a piece of their i'll body. never
2: eat uh, harry greg i will never eat any parts of your body I hold on you're telling you. me
1: if we're if we're trapped in a basement all three of us by some psycho and like he's a fan favorite or she's a fan favorite of you you're not gonna you're not gonna take one for the team and like nibble i'll be like nibble what a part is of my
2: my leg you know what i mean i i, I your leg all right we're done now we're, calf we're, muscle leg fine i mean that's fine you all keep right. it to the outside of the body if we start going towards the inside, then I might have a little, you know, a mm. little problem. Okay. Well, like a skin of the skin of the, I know, legs. I know I can count just on an Greg. Appetizer. He's
1: see, I know I can count on Greg. He'll see them spices being put on, be like, damn, that looks good. Let's
2: yeah, go. Get I'm drooling already. Get that deep fried, some deep, deep fried phalanges. Yeah. Like, throw yeah, some hot oh. sauce, dude. I'm, I'm there. Yeah. Just like mozzarella sticks. eating fingers. Oh, jeez. Oh, um yeah, I, I we really went off the rails, but uh <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I thought like I think the movie, like for me, like I was very interested in it. Like I I definitely throughout the movie I felt like more and more as more was coming on, like I was like, wow, this is actually like pretty wild. Like I actually like this movie. Um, I and I think it's carried on Sebastian Sebastian Stan. I think his character is like just so like calm, like through every situation where he's just like, you know, Noah will ask a question. He's like, Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm going to cook you like and then I'm probably going to I'm going to probably going to kill you. And he doesn't lie to her the whole time. Like, and it's just like very like it's I think that's the scariest part of the movie where you can probably be like, oh, yeah, like being in that situation. But like being with someone that like psychotic and he like doesn't show any I don't say he doesn't show any like outward signs of being psycho until like, you know, you find out like people. But very, um, yeah,
0: very even keeled. Like you take. Take a look at like another famous serial killer from movies, uh, Jame Gum from Silence of the Lambs, where he, mm. like, you know, he's screaming at his victim, right. his captive, and you know, he is very clearly outwardly psychotic. Whereas, yeah, uh, Brendan Steve here, or Steve, whatever you want to call him, uh, he, yeah. uh, he's just very even keeled and matter of fact. And this is what I'm gonna do, and it's nothing personal, it's just business. Yeah. And hey, by the way, he tastes great. People
2: yeah. pay $30 for a pair of butt cheeks. <laughs> yeah, we, we kind of reference 300000 or $30,000. 30, referenced... 300, $30, so he's like, this, this piece yeah. of breast is like $30,000. So I'm like, at that point, I'm like looking at a knife next to me, like <laughs> chopping my yeah, arm off. Yeah. I'll sell it. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: I, I don't think the people you're gonna have to sell that to, Chris, are gonna be the easiest to uh, deal with. Um, <laughs> so I wouldn't get ahead of yourself. But uh, I mean, fuck we fuck. referenced like, you, want, you want a
2: hobbit foot? You, do you have my foot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we referenced Christian Bale in uh, American Psycho, and it had it had vibes of that, where it's mm-hmm. like you know, cool and calm, you know, uh, outside of of the of the world of cannibalism. And then once he gets you back, he lets loose a little bit and um, has a little fun, as they say. So
2: um yeah we have different different things of fun i play i play oh. Elden Ring. I, I, play Elden Ring. I wanted to people. uh
0: touch on you know you uh harry you mentioned uh daisy edgar jones being someone to watch and i i totally agree the thing that really like she she was very uh relatable through most of the movie but the the point where it she really got me was when when she started uh i guess you know partaking of the, uh, the feast. Uh, yeah. Because at that point I, I truly had no idea if she was doing this out of survival or if it was Stockholm syndrome. And it's like, okay, if I don't know where this is going, then she, she is doing her job and she's leading me into mystery with, with her acting skills. So I really yeah. appreciated that from her. Uh, and yeah, I, I, absolutely look forward to uh, seeing her and more stuff. I will say with her character though, they wrote a colossally dumb moment, which is her going back for her phone that she had dropped. And I get it, mm. you know, at that point, spoilers: uh, Steve was dead. But like, really, you're you're not gonna try and escape. You're home free. Just leave. You can get a new phone. Who yeah. cares? But no, you gotta go back to the empty field, search for your phone in the pitch dark while your amputated friends are hanging out like, come on, bro. It's just look, I've seen a lot of dumb horror movie mistakes because I'm a horror movie fan and it is a trope of the genre. But I mean, yeah. it was just I could not believe that she made that move. So whatevs. But I don't know. It was funny, but it's not a, really. <laughs> the first thing I, I wouldn't even worry about my phone. Like, I I agree. Don't
2: go back. Go brush your teeth. <laughs> Jeez. Or floss <laughs> at the very yeah, least, or floss, <laughs> or, yeah, both. Both you don't know, got, what's some, got like, some meat tooth thing, walking around with <laughs> hot dog breath.
1: <laughs> Jeez Louise, yeah. I mean, with that trope, Greg, like I think it is a trope, and I was expecting some more pushback or for them, like because this also has a lot of get out vibes to me in a way, yeah. Where like you know I mean it it the the clim the climactic part of it kind of happens early on where it's like hey she's in this world now how does she escape um, but like I expected more of a little bit comedy with that where it's like go back to the phone it's like nah screw it like let's get out of here like let's you know but then they have that other you know confrontation because of that um, but,
0: which yeah is, you, well I guess the reason they didn't do that was because they actually did do it with the dude Paul. Like he yes, pulled up yeah. and he was like, nah, this ain't it. And he just left.
2: Yeah. But the part out. I was talking about <laughs> right. it, was just like, it
0: was so funny where he was just
2: like, nah, nah, that's all right. I'm out. Yeah. So that I guess was, they uh, didn't want great. to repeat it, but even still, yeah.
0: it's like, it doesn't, it's not a very logical move to yeah. make. Was uh, was how did I you... say? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah go, go ahead. No, go. No, no, you... go G. I was just oh, going to say, I, I, other than that. Moment of stupidity. I dug the ending. I I liked the final confrontation. I thought the uh, uh mostly everything outside of the phone uh, that happened uh played out well. I liked that they kind of had a somewhat abrupt ending. um Yeah, yeah it stuck the landing for me. I, I loved about uh, the ending where like she was like Noah was like,
2: "Who the hell is that?"
0: <laughs> like,
2: like being with the wife. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, he I was forgot we're, Like never met. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it reminded me, you know, it had like, like towards the end, like as not as major, um, you know, consequences, but like very cabin in the woods,
1: mm-hmm. where,
2: um, like at mm-hmm. the end, the two main characters are kind of just like chilling out and just like accepting what's about to happen, but at the same time, they're just like kind of making some humor out of, I guess, what ultimately yeah. is the end of the world, mm-hmm. but this is like what out of everything they've been through, and I hope someone got poor, uh, poor Penny because she was just sitting at the side of the barn, and she can't, she can't run, yeah, so. They had to go back and get her. Like have some fun with, yeah. with Penny. She's probably I honestly thought there was um I like where I thought this direction was going, I thought it was a really odd like I don't know if this was kind of a a throw off, like intentionally, but when um I I think it's when Molly's on the phone and her coworker or something is walking with a mannequin And bumps the desk. And I thought that whole scene was like, I don't know if that was like to to deter you and think that had had any kind of meaning in the movie because I rewound it and was like, wait, what just happened? And then it absolutely has nothing to
0: do with the movie at all. (laughs) Nothing. Yeah. I don't think it was any symbolism. I just think it was just a little, I, I almost thought like, I almost thought like where like
2: the direction, like where Penny wasn't going to be real. Like, I thought maybe that was like a voice through the vent, but then they Um, actually show her. And I'm like, I like this is getting like really like bizarre. But then it turns out, you know, Penny's real and the person in the office has absolutely nothing to do with anything. She's clumsy.
1: It just shows you what it's like working in an office and how like people can piss you off by like doing the simplest thing of just like bumping, accidentally bumping into your desk. Come
2: on, I'm working here. I'm trying to solve a mystery. I mean, I've done that too, where I'm just like, uh, wait, what? But yeah, that I, I I need to rewind it. I'm like, I have a feeling this means something. And then when the movie was over, I'm like, that meant nothing at all. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. For,
1: for me, it felt like the movie kind of flew by with it's almost two hour runtime. I mean, I know we kind of talk about like, you know, Hey, this is a perfect hour 30. I could have seen this being that, but like, like I said, like the first 30 minutes just kind of sets up, you know, kind of what you've seen from the trailer for the most part. And then you're into the thick of it. So, um, you know, kudos to them on that for not making it feel like a little bit of a slog. Um, I gave this three and a half out of five stars on Letterbox. Um, and my big, my big takeaway coming out of this is let's kill off Winter Soldier and let's get Stan, Sebastian Stan doing more fun things. So um, that's my that's my hot take for that. So
0: hmm.
2: uh, we need Sebastian Stan. Uh, his best role isn't Winter Soldier. It's Logan Lucky, which he's in it for like ten minutes. Um, so if you, if uh, listeners, if you haven't seen Logan Lucky, he's phenomenal in it
0: i it's have not dribble. yet but i do want to watch it
2: oh really it's yeah real, it's it's probably one of my like favorite comedies in the past like i don't know like 10 years it's wow. really it's like in top 10 it's really good i won't go so, that far but it's solid chatting uh, like that that made me love like actually like enjoy Channing tatum as an actor yeah. well if you haven't seen magic mike you don't know what you're talking about that's all so
0: hands what okay. did you uh rate fresh
2: I, I would go somewhere uh, like I want to go three and a half. I'd go like three, three and a quarter. Um I, I really did like it a lot. Um I mean I'm not into these people like, eating business thr- like I'm not into cannibal movies. Um I mean it was it was supposed to make me feel uncomfortable. Um I don't like that it made me almost throw up when they were grinding meat. So um I I don't know. It All right, so good. so top
0: I, choices for next. Never have I ever. Uh, Green Inferno or Cannibal Holocaust.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Manhunter. Any of those yes. uh, creepy, <laughs> creepy uh, cannibal movies. Um, no, I'd go. Th- I'd probably go closer. I I could make an argument for like three and a half, three and a quarter, three and a half. So
0: okay, uh, for me, I. since I don't do the quarter star thing which if I did I would give this three three and three quarters but uh I bumped it up to four I found it really enjoyable I could see myself watching this again and revisiting it from time to time thought the the all of the acting uh was really good the characters were written really well um just really enjoyed it and it, it was a uh a surprise kind of a an out of nowhere surprise I hadn't seen the trailer I only understood the The very basic gist of it, which was, hey, it's Sebastian Stan and he's accountable. So that was enough to sell me. And I'm happy that I watched it.
2: So, yeah, whoever, whoever suggested this, I think it might have been Harry. Uh, Thank you. Uh, I was good to at least have one crappy movie to watch. And and I enjoyed this. So,
1: yeah,
2: (laughs) you know, I felt I I almost threw up. So win win. I was going to say a, uh, a, a
1: slightly maybe hinting towards cannibalism movie that, uh, that is worth checking out is surviving the game. Uh, if you've never seen that hands, uh, stars ice T Rucker Hauer, uh, Charles S Dutton, Gary Busey, uh, F Murray, Abraham as well, who we'll talk about shortly and, uh, John C. McGinley. So it's, a it's a who's who of, uh, I guess, nineties actors. Um, but yeah, check that out check out the Surviving the Game, which uh, is a fantastic movie.
2: So, I'm legit thinking, uh, I, and I gotta try and find like what movie I'm thinking of. It's about like a can. Oh, maybe I'm thinking. Oh, you know what? I'm probably thinking of Red Dragon. Mm, Never
1: mind.
0: There you go. There's uh right. man. I'm trying to think. Um, what the heck is the name of that movie? There was a movie about cannibalism. It was. Uh, um, I want to say Guy Pierce was in it do you know what i'm talking about it oh ravenous from 1999 that's what it was i haven't seen it no uh yeah so really good movie got guy pierce jeffrey jones david arquette uh and it's it takes place in the uh 1700s or 1800s i believe but it's it's like a a very dark comedy slash horror movie but great is uh
1: Greg is eagerly awaiting the box office game year 1999. Put, <laughs> so uh, I can get uh, ravenous. ravenous on that. Yeah. yeah. Shout
0: out there, so. shout out uh, box office game. <laughs>
1: yeah, shout them out.
0: All right. Cool. Well, All let's right. go into that final topic here. What do we got? Yeah,
1: we got um, you know, nothing that we're not accustomed to, uh Marvel's uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, let me uh, be clear on which uh, we're talking about here in Moon Knight. Um, so from time to time, we we like to circle back in on Marvel, you know, as they have content come out. Um, and Moon Knight, you know, we were kind of talking a little, we, we had it on the schedule penned in. Um, you know, maybe we'll circle back once Strange comes out, because that's when the season uh, finale uh, for Moon Knight comes through. But yeah. So Moon Knight for me, not familiar with them, um, you know. Uh, so sorry to all the all the comic book heads out there. I know he's a fan favorite of our boy, Tim. Mm-hmm. Um, he's kind I guess the best way I can describe it is is like he's based off of he's the Egyptian god of the moon, Khonshu, who like he serves and like makes him his slave pretty much. He, he's an avatar. Um, yeah. 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 So, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. That. Um, and it's play, it stars Oscar Isaac and Ethan, Ethan hawk are kind of the two. Wow, I'm trying to think. I mean, there's a couple of uh, a couple of small you know cameos and roles by maybe some people who you might have seen in some things. And uh, his wife shows up um in episode two. So we won't, we're, we're going to be discussing kind of the first two episodes. So, um, you know, spoilers are coming for that. So, Um, you know, this one's only going to be six episodes, um, season, which is kind of becoming part of the norm for these Marvel shows. Um, I did make a note. Moon Knight is kind of the first one that we're getting, uh, that isn't already an established character. You know, we've had WandaVision, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, we've had, what were the other ones? Loki. Mm -hmm. Um, trying to think of the last one. I mean, what if, I guess you could say is touch base on some, maybe, maybe not new characters, but so this one's kind of the first one that we're, we're touching based on, which, which kind of, you know, has gotten me excited a little bit in a way Um, I was really going into this with low expectations that I do with most of my Marvel stuff uh, as I will be going in with uh, Dr. Strange, because I'm absolutely sick of this trailer and like, let's get to it already. (laughs) Um, So, you know, initial reactions for this, it, it kind of, I kind of was watching, you know, the first 30 minutes of this first episode, Um, And I was really enjoying the first 10 minutes and then it got all CGI and superhero on me. And I said, wow, we're never going to have an end game experience again. Uh, The peak has happened. We're on the other side of it. And uh, it's depressing feeling that way. Um, So maybe I'll pose that question to you guys. Maybe this isn't the time to have it, but um, I just started getting a little bit depression and then the episode kind of keeps going. And I was really enjoying kind of the horror elements of it. Mm -hmm. And I really kind of wish they would have went a little harder with that for me, um, because especially jumping into the second episode, I feel like this could totally be similar to the Netflix kind of uh, series like Daredevil and Punisher and things of that nature on the level of, of darkness for it, um, because I feel as though it is getting a little bit too quippy for me and a little bit too. And especially the first episode is very kind of joke, joke, joke. In action, joke, joke, joke. What's going on? And you know, one of one of my one of my early complaints, and I'll toss it to uh, to you hands to kind of talk about is, I feel like over two episodes, we have an hour and forty minutes of content, and I have no idea what to care about these characters, who they are, how they fit into the universe. Maybe that's a good thing. But to me, it's kind of like I I feel like I just keep going into each episode and the way they do these shows, which is frustrating for me, where it's like I have more questions than I have anything of answers of who these people are and what I'm supposed to care about and what this actually means for the bigger world.
2: Um, so all right, so like you, I don't have too much knowledge in terms of Moon Knight. Um thank God from Greg's reading here. comics. <laughs> um, so I know he he is um I guess if you I don't even know like where you would tier him because at one point like Iron Man was like considered like B tier. And I, I this would probably be like maybe like C or D tier in terms of like in yeah, terms fair. of general knowledge. Um so I going into this, I thought like you know, I I you know, definitely Mark and, and, and Steven with a V um, basically have some form of like dissociative identity disorder where they're fighting over the same body. And I, I, I agree like Harry, like, I don't know if I definitely want to say I agree, but like that post end game, like situation that's going on right now, like it's hard to tell, like I, this is kind of how I felt at the beginning of, um, the MCU where it's just like where's all these stories going? And it's a lot of mm. B level characters where a lot of people don't know in terms of superheroes. And there's so many different I like, I guess we're in phase four now or, of the MCU or five. I don't, I don't know. But it's like there, there's so many different stories that are in so many different directions right now. And I agree, where it's just like they they brought Moonlight in that it's going to tell a story that is not an established story already in the MCU. Now I've only seen the first two episodes. I haven't seen the third, so I don't know if that trudges along a little bit into the story. Um, But I hope it ties into some form of the MCU. Um, you know, I'm a huge, like, as, as I've said, like, I, I adore what Marvel's done um, in terms of the direction. Like now I'm the first episode. I wasn't too, heavy on i i I liked it like i think oscar isaac has an awful british accent whether or not that was supposed to be like that it was intentional or not i don't know um it's not good it's very um right out of mary poppins i'll
0: touch on that when we get to me okay
2: and i i just like my initial reaction like halfway through the first episode was was like i like this is very slow moving and, you know, they introduced Ethan Hawke and all. And then, like, I think by that, like, the as the second episode moved on, like, I was really interested to see where the story is going. But the rules of Moon Knight are very confusing to me of how, like, how Mark and Steven are sharing this body and switching back and, like, the powers of Moon Knight. It's very, it's very complicated. And that's why, like, as much as I like keeping stories short like this, I feel like this is a story that might need eight episodes, and I think six is a lot. I mean, not enough to really kind of do – I don't want to say do it justice because I don't know the source material, but at least build on a strong character if they're going to utilize him in the MCU. So um, as someone who who knows about Moon Knight, Greg, I'll turn it over to you hmm
0: so not having seen the newest episode that dropped today episode three um i will say it seems like they're going to touch on the origin story at some point they've already kind of made reference to it uh but so far what we've seen has not um it, it hasn't been related to to moon knight's origin story uh i'll say you know i'm i'm not a hundred percent familiar on all of the stuff with him either I've read one or two Moon Knight series but there's probably been like six um the Stephen Grant stuff I don't know if that was in the comics but I personally find it kind of annoying uh I suppose it gives the writers more to play with than just a straightforward origin story but to be honest I'm not really loving it um as far as the the accent and choosing to set it in London, I'm curious if this is to connect with uh, Blade, who, you know, spoilers mm-hmm. m- makes a off-screen appearance in Eternals, um, or if this is because of the story that I read about, which is Oscar Isaac was trying to decide whether or not to do Moon Knight and whether he wanted to jump into another you know big franchise. And um, he came up with that English accent for Stephen Grant and uh, he was using it around the house. And then he just decided to bring that to Kevin Feige and say, hey, you know, what about if we use this take on the character? And uh, Feige's like, yeah, it's all you, man. Let's do it. So I don't know if like the London setting was predetermined or if they're like, hey, he wants to do an English accent as one of his personalities. Let's set it in London and we can work around that. And by the way, it happens yeah. to possibly connect in the future if we want to do that. So yeah. I don't know what the deal is, but I, I agree. Like, I don't think it's a horrible accent, but it's just I want to see Mark Specter because that's the main identity that I know of Moon Knight. And we're getting very little Mark Specter so far. Um, I do like Ethan Hawke's performance as Harrow. I, I find it kind of captivating and very um, subtly powerful. Like, you, yeah. you know, this is a dude not to be messed with, but you don't he's, he's not, you know, screaming or he's not your your typical psychotic villain or whatever. Um, the character is made specifically for the show. He does not exist in the comics. He's not the primary uh, villain for uh, um, Moon Knight. So I don't know why they didn't go with Bushman, which is the uh, the, the main Moon Knight villain but uh, instead they went with Harrow and I'm kind of digging it so far. Um, You know, it is interesting. You you touched about uh, touched on hair, the uh, post end game thing. And I kind of see where you're coming from. Here's the thing. Uh, They have Kang out there and they are going to build to Kang. He's going to be an Ant-Man quantum mania. So he is like a Thanos level threat. I think the thing is, it's just, they're definitely going to build to another giant Avengers level thing at some point further down the line. Yeah, but, of course, but we're, yeah. Not gonna, we're not going to, we're not going to have that original trilogy of characters being cap yeah. Iron man, Thor Thor might still be around. We're definitely not getting Steve Rogers cap. We're not going to have uh, Tony Stark Iron man. So that's where like I can kind of see what you're saying, but I do feel there are other things that can come along that can match that level of excitement. But they they have to build to it, and at the same course, time, yeah. it's it's you're never gonna fully replicate those initial feelings because when they they built all that up through the first three or four phases, and we're getting the very first iterations of these characters on the big screen, and they're crafting it with such love and everything, and and those are the top tier characters. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, it's you're just not gonna be able to match that ever. Yeah. You can come close though. So
1: Yeah, I think the other thing for me with it is too It's it's like now they're doing it in a different medium mm-hmm. You know, they're doing it on TV Or, you know, a, as TV And it's like, it's different Like I mentioned, like, we're at an hour and 40 minutes Through two episodes, and it's like, that's You know, not the size of a Marvel movie But like, right. a, after this episode <laughs> Like, that could be considered a movie Right um, So, for me, it's like, you know I, I agree with what you're saying I'd rather them take their time than rush to something It's just... You know, maybe it's just the fact that it's like being t- like, I don't know if I'm going to need to care about Moon Knight or is Moon Knight. Um, I'm trying to think of a character is Moon Knight like Ant-Man where like he'll play a part. But like, you know, and it's like, or is Moon Knight going to be because it's not, you know, like this is where it's like Oscar Isaac. I love Oscar right. Isaac. I want to see him succeed. I want to see him like I could see him being a front star. But it's like, is Moon Knight going to be that guy? So, so here's
0: here's where I see the, the potential for Moon Knight. Um, I don't see him as being someone that is gonna be on the front lines battling Kang when that time comes. He's right. he's you know, he's not a team player, and that's he'll sense. be keeping Kang's soldiers at bay, right? But the two other directions that I could see them going is he's supernatural related, so maybe they do an iteration of the Midnight Suns with Blade and potentially Ghost Rider down the line, Doctor Strange the horror and, and, uh, well, you know, supernatural aspects. I was also yes. going to
1: say the Kid Harrington character too, that they kind yeah. of allude to. Yes. Um, it seems like a, that seems like an easy kind of his involvement in this seems like pretty much pencil him and Moon Knight getting together at some point, like you said, with blade to have right. some type of discussion.
0: The other thing that they could do, which I would really I find very intriguing, but I don't know if they would have time or if they would find a way to do it, who knows, but in the current run of Avengers going on right now in the comics, there is a thing called the Savage Avengers. And these were the very first iteration of Avengers from like prehistory. And Odin is in there. They have the very first moon Knight made by Konshu. They have the very first ghost rider. Uh, They have a version of the Hulk that has that was imbued with cosmic powers. It's a very cool concept. And because Kang is a time traveling villain and he he goes through Mm. all different timelines, I could see an iteration of the Savage Avengers battling him simultaneously while like wars are being waged in the present and the future as well. So like there's potential here, although that wouldn't be the Oscar Isaac version of Moon Knight, but it's still an avatar of Khonshu. Anyway, yeah. that's, that's all postulating where they could go with this character. So, you know, yes. I, again, to, I guess to narrow it down, he, I don't see him being yeah. a threat like vision or, or captain America or Spider-Man, no, like a major team player, but he has yeah. a place within the universe.
2: I, I, I love that. Like, you know, you saying that you tied in him with blade and I didn't mm-hmm. even put that together um, I don't know if you guys have seen the meme of, and I know it's not like a comic book panel. Like, I don't think it's true with, um, him chasing down Dracula and asking for him for his money. Have you seen that?
0: <laughs> I have not. I no. Not,
2: no. <laughs> oh my God. Meme it's, Lord, it's just, Meme Lord I It's I, I can't no say one, one of seen. the words. I can't say one of the words. So I'll, 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 he, uh, you, you, you'll know what word I'm substituting, but he's walking down steps looking for Dracula. And he says like, Dracula, you big freaking nerd. You and I want my money. So it's like it, tur- it turns out I, I, like a lot of people thought it was like a real comic book panel, but it, it's not. But it's like re- it's it's really funny just because it looks real. Um, but I, I like I didn't even think to tie it into Blade because Blade's going to be a movie, not a series. Right. Or has that been confirmed?
0: They haven't said I'm assuming it's going to be a movie, but I think, they
2: okay. so. yeah. I, think right.
1: I think that if they're going to do anything with Blade, an easy thing to do would be to tie in Moon Knight being involved to to help lift. Yeah the like have familiar things like kind of like spider-man um where it's like oh dr strange is in this movie both of these right. characters you know and love so right but that's and me Mahersha,
2: just, Mahersha Mahersha Ali has Ali. has said that love we're him. gonna see moon knight i mean not uh, we're gonna see blade i think sooner he's gonna pop up in these shows or movies or whatever so i think like I, and i think blade comes out well whatever whatever it is maybe 2023 I think is the rumor I don't know yeah
0: there's well so there's a there's like a couple dates that Marvel has a placeholder in but they haven't yeah. announced what the titles are so everyone
1: else just builds around that and then they move them and they say we'll we'll move our stuff around <laughs> <Yeah>. that <too."
2: laughs> Um so I think we're gonna get like I get I think if they were to introduce like get a good look at him Mm-hmm. This would probably be the best project instead of waiting for Eternals 2 and and waiting for cuz he's not going to show up in like Miss Marvel or uh or whatever the show's or or whatever She-Hulk. I think it's called yeah. Ms. Marvel or She-Hulk or yeah. like Thor Love and Thunder. I think like if they were at least want to give a good look and maybe give them a little bit of action like a, like a quick scene or something. I think that'll be cool. But I think we're going to get cuz if they do a season 2 of Moon Knight or if this is only going to be like a one run, like a one season thing, they're not you're not going to get it probably until late 2023 if that or mid 2023 so i think now would be the perfect time because you know marvel loves introducing a character and then bringing them back five years later like they did with like thanos
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, So just wanted to touch yeah. on two things real quick to to cap off episode one uh f murray abraham's voice work as Conchu, aces loved it i thought it was great mm. Uh, and then the look of, and the transformation into moon Knight, I thought was awesome. I love so, that. I was very curious how they were going to handle it. And I, I love the direction that they went with it.
2: Yeah. I
0: mean, the, the yeah. end of the first
2: episode was cool. Cause I like, I, they don't really show it. They just show him. Yeah. But you see like the transformation in, in episode two, which I thought was like, it's, it's phenomenal. Like, it's really like, it's, it's seamless. I mean, I don't want to say yeah. it looks real cause it's not. Mm-hmm. But it it looks like it it looks like real clean CGI. It's
1: the best CGI in the whole show because the rest of it, to me, is poo poo. If, you, <laughs> if you, like <laughs> it's on it's on Adam Project level. If you, oh, in I so disagree. You certain spots that 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 car chase scene down the hill. You're gonna mm-hmm. tell me that looks good? I think it looks better than what the Adam Project had. Uh, I don't think so at all. Um, <laughs> yeah. Also, you you mentioned F Mary Abraham. I, I voice aces as well, but. This, to me, just shows the influence of of the Morb mob out there. Uh, Two (laughs) things that have been ripped off uh, by Sony, by Marvel Cinematic Universe, Disney, uh, by, you know, because Sony did it first, was Moon Knight ripping off Morbius with the lights in the storage container scene. In Morbius, there's an exact scene like that in the hospital. Morb mob stand up. Um, And then also Venom. Venom had the voice of, you know, just in the in the universe, in the sphere, just talking to Tom Hardy. And then what do we have here? F. Murray Abraham just kind of talking to Moon Knight, talking to Mark Spector, talking to Steven uh, with a V. You know, we don't know what's going on. So, um, you know, Sony, you're doing it right. Um, keep influence in the Marvel Cinematic Universe from that perspective. Um, there, just, to, so. just to
0: throw in my nerd card here, Moon Knight did exist like five to seven years before venom so and and when i say venom i mean the black costume not even venom as we know him so conchu was in the head before the symbiote was listen i just wanted to i wanted to speak for the for the sony truthers out there and the ones who are the more mob
1: (laughs) yeah the more mob i want to let them know that their voices are being heard a sony cinematic universe (laughs) of spider-man characters that exist in
0: a divergent (laughs) timeline
1: you have you have a friend in me i I could be a a listening box for you like come on down we can talk about it i'm not going to agree with all of it but like we hear you
2: we hear you and we see you out there more bob yeah you're the people that like i that got uh the Speed Force scene from Zack Snyder's Justice League is the the number Me? one God. best. Yeah, On the of the morb Squad. You,
1: Zack Snyder, Truther, Defender to the Death is the one who thinks. <laughs> I've he's never defended the Zack Snyder that?
2: Except I've never defended Zack Snyder. You said Snyder he's your
1: before. favorite director. Right. Like you said, he's better than Nolan.
2: I never said that. <laughs> Somebody oh, get the receipts out. Um, Start digging yeah, through the yeah. receipts. Yeah. We where... need anyone, any listener here. We need everyone to listen to 30 episodes. <laughs> Am of I in I I the said,
1: Adam project? Did you go back in the future and like get your mind wiped? You're, you're a
2: Snyder mania. I love the Watchmen. Like I, I think I don't love the, I don't love Jack, Zack Snyder's Justice League. There's a whole episode of how I don't think I, I think I you said were, I did like
0: You that. were a release the Snyder cut guy though.
2: I was just trolling. I don't really oh, want to God, a Snyder guy. Yeah,
0: I know I will say loud Mandela heard. effect here.
2: <laughs> yeah, I will say like I know like some of the things I agreed on with the Snyder Cut, like I love the Joker scene with Batman at the end. I think I'm on record of saying that I did like that scene, um, which brings it back to Jared Leto because it always comes back to Jared Leto. Um, I like that. But I mean, like, I don't think I, I I mean, I had okay things to say. I never said Snyder's better than Nolan. If I did, I probably just tried to get under your skin because there's no way in hell I would ever say that. All right, enough of that. But but no one is overrated. Um, No one has overrated. Um, (laughs) Harry, I will agree with you with the Venom thing. I didn't even see your note, but I put it on my notes where it felt like Venom, where I heard the voice and I was like, the hell am I? Like, I just waited for Khonshu to be like, okay, Eddie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it was it was kind of random, like they
1: don't introduce it. And it's kind of like like I said, you're jumping into Moon Knight in the first episode. And I don't even know if I touch base on it where it's like you're running, you know, you're kind of, you know, into the character already. And it's like, what's happening? So for the casual fan like myself, it is it was a little bit kind of like I can keep up. But like, I'm a little bit lost into like, who's Mark? Who's Steve? Who's Kanshu? We're talking ancient gods. How does this impact it? Yeah, I'm at, I'm at, I'm at the other God at, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, sure. Um, I'll try and keep up. Um, so like I said, leave in more questions and answers. And I guess, you know, as a good show sh- is gonna do, it's not gonna give you all the answers that I want yeah, the first I two episodes. So. But but I find it hard to like, I mean, we could go down a rabbit hole like we did with um you know, WandaVision once you know you get to that episode when you know, the are we in the multiverse there with that? So But, like, my hope for this is is that they're, like, I'm not a huge fan of these Disney shows where, you know, you'll sit down and you'll be talking with someone and they'll be like, you watch Moon Knight? And it's like, no. Well, dude, once you get to episode five, once you get to episode three, once you, or, like, one of those episodes where it's like, here's the character we all know and love or recognize shows up and changes everything. And it's like, it doesn't really do much other than, like, have a moment where it's like, now the universe is come, we, we can tie it together, and it's like, okay, like, whatever. Yeah, so but I'm, did that happen
0: not- in any of the other previous shows where, like, you were not vibing with the show until that episode? Because I found all the other shows to be quality. So,
1: I mean, I when you look at WandaVision, it's when, um, when what's her face shows, when what's his face shows up, uh, the brother, Evan Peters, um, yeah, Evan Peters. And then in Captain America, it's when Cap like goes goes dark. So I guess like you know, for me that was like the episode where it's like yo. Once you watch that, um, but I, I maybe I'm thinking of the Star Wars shows. Maybe maybe that's where I'm kind of going with this whole Disney kind of generalization of like you know Boba Fett. It was like yo, wait till wait till episode three. Yeah, and it's like oh cool, Mando shows up. Like got it. Um, you know, or yeah, like, hey wait, oh come on. I mean he shows up in all the shows. He's in all of them. <laughs>
2: they're doing
0: i haven't be doing i'm not gonna be an obi-wan
2: <laughs> i didn't watch
0: it I but i give
1: i give put a hundred dollars on it that obi-wan or no in obi-wan that boba fett or mandalorian shows up one well it ten. won't be mando mando's not old enough well maybe there'll be a pseudo mando or something if you Somebody's do a showing tip, up from the mando
0: if you do a bet where it's just mando you bet mando is going to show up in obi-wan i will take that bet I'm not going to take that bet, but I'm going to okay. guess the character from the Mando universe
1: <laughs> will show up.
0: All right. Because
1: I, I do of have my timeline in front of me, and I always struggle with the Mando timeline because all of a sudden, everybody we've known and loved in, in multiple different shows and, and movies is showing up. He's
2: possibly um, right with a couple people that I think could possibly show up from Mando.
0: Yes, but not Mando
1: himself. In, yeah.
2: But not Mando himself. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No. Hands. what were you going to say? I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, the <laughs> So I, I there were two things that like I was originally gonna point out, like that I, I know as we were talking about it, like I guess with with some of the like the Disney shows, like you're right, like there's there is one episode where there's like kind of like a breaking point for our characters. And um I and I, I would I it's usually like the like fifth or sixth, like fifth episode, we usually get that. Um I, I like the direction when Moon Knight's going and I like and, and like kind of like tying it into like go back with the MCU, like. I think now that we're dealing with like, it, and I've said this before, I and I'm not going to drop the M word um, with Mephisto, but dude, you uh, just
1: literally just dropped it. Don't say you're going to no, know,
2: dude, you, no, I'm, I'm sorry. My theory. Cause I don't think that's anywhere near so this. Annoying. I didn't think that's anywhere near this, but I think that like, we're going to dig into other, I think they're going to tie it back with like possibly bringing in. like I know Greg, you said like with bringing in Kang mm-hmm. because I, he, he does have a history. Like one of his variances is, is like an Egyptian ruler. Mm-hmm. So I think that if they want to tie Loki uh, okay. in with this, I think that would be a really cool way to do uh,
0: it. Yeah. I didn't even think about Ramatot. That is cool.
2: Um, <laughs> that's why I'm here. And um, the other one, I, and I don't, and this is me diving on the internet is where um, Stephen was originally transported to that, that like kind of small town. A lot the of people are town. saying that's um, that. Yeah. The fake town. The good is, place. Um, <laughs> I can't, I don't know like how to pronounce it sure. where um what's his name lives and, and rules. Dr. Doom. Latveria. Latveria. Mm-hmm. So Jeez. maybe they're going to tie that in, but we only saw like 10 minutes of that. So I think that's, that's, that's a, a
0: stretch arm strong right there. But I
2: think, <laughs> I think we're going to see, I think they're going to like utilize Kang in here. And I think it'd be a cool way to tie into Loki, which, you know, might tie into Dr. Strange. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Well, I was going to say Loki is the only one that we know is getting a season two. Right. Yes.
2: I think it, I, so. I think it's the only one that has a story that, warrants yeah. season two yeah.
1: yeah you just keep time traveling and doing all that weird stuff so man
2: i miss mobius
0: give me mobius back mm,
2: good times. uh be all careful. right careful be well, careful what you say there. you add an r there and then people are gonna be like oh no
0: not morbid
2: <laughs> more mob get morbius back <laughs> uh, they should change his name to morbius just to throw people off
0: so i had a couple thoughts about episode two to kind of get back and tra- back on yeah, stuff yeah yeah the uh, uh I was we're about to say Morbius track. now. Moon Knight. Um, I liked episode two much more than the first episode. I I really loved, uh, um, the action in it. Uh, da, 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 and I I'm really itching to see both the Egyptian setting, um, which is new for the MCU, uh, and then also Moon Knight's origin. I because I do think we're gonna get that at some point. Uh, but it and doesn't the other- look
1: like Death on the Nile.
0: Uh, And the other thing, too, that I I think is really interesting, which I have not seen anybody else touch on anywhere, is that Khonshu is the first of a legitimate MCU pantheon of gods. Um, Mm. The Asgardians are like space gods in the MCU. You know, they're they're technologically advanced so that they look like gods And yes, they have extended lifespans and all that stuff, but they're not actual like supernatural gods. Khonshu, to my knowledge, is the first one that we're seeing on screen. So this confirms a pantheon of MCU gods. Uh, Mm. Bast was mentioned in Black Panther. He, Bast, she is uh, their god, the panther god, but um, we didn't actually see Bast. But Bast and Khonshu, I believe, are related in the comics. Uh, hmm. so it's just very interesting because this is, um, this is like one more step of the MCU going into branching out like, hey, here are supernatural forces confirmed. Like, this is not a technological situation, this is an actual deity, right? So, I think that's pretty cool. interesting. Yeah, I like that. I like it.
2: Bring a in too, just so I I can say I'm right.
0: (laughs) Well, here's the other thing, too. Uh, I'm sorry. They uh, they confirmed uh, Russell Crowe is playing Zeus in uh, Thor Love and Thunder. And we haven't gotten Hercules yet. He's he's a major character in the MCU or in the Marvel uh, universe that has not existed in the MCU yet. I don't know if Zeus is going to be I don't know if they're going to make the Olympians like the Asgardians. Although in the comics they're not very similar, so I don't know if they're going to be space gods or if they're going to be god gods like Conch. But we're getting Zeus.
1: Sounds like I got a lot to watch. Yeah, you got to read. <laughs> we got to. You got to read up, here I'm not reading. I'm. I can't do this. I can't. I can't do the deep dives. That's why I have you guys as my best friends to do this stuff for me because I'm not going to. Because what I care about is boots on the ground and yeah. what we're getting right now. And, you know, my, my, my final thoughts on, on moon night is like, I'm really invested in the series because of Hawk and Isaac. Uh, I'm not over the moon about the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I see what you did there. Uh, I, yeah. Okay. All right. You guys picking it up. Cool. <laughs> ah. um, but like, I, I, I'm really invested in it because it's a new character. Like mm-hmm. it is something that they that could be built on or seen in other things. And, you know, for me, I, you know, it hard to we're, i don't think i'm going to try and rank it considering the fact that we haven't had a full season of it yet but i'm um, i'm invested and I, I you know i think you know for maybe my lack of excitement or you know my doubts about it i'm excited to see where the next uh you know four episodes take us and you know it'll listen the the season finale airs one day before doctor strange not saying that they tie in but marvel has has done a wonderful job of making it easy for us to digest moon night and then jump right into dr strange to get us ready for thor love and thunder so um yeah doing a great job with that stuff
2: how hmm. hey, are you are you excited for dr strange hold on uh, no, hold I'm... on hold on let us finish right.
0: moon night then we'll get into dr strange because we keep diverging here
2: <laughs> yeah oh yeah these trade drives are done
0: all right well okay, okay. so those are my, my thoughts. I, I gave my thoughts. Yeah, right. <laughs> my final take on moon Knight is so far. And yes, you're, you're right Harry. This is not the full season. So it's kind of hard to prejudge, but based on what I've seen so far, this is probably like the, my least enjoyable MCU series uh, or the one mm. I'm, I'm enjoying the least, but I still do enjoy it. I, you know, that's like saying peanut butter and chocolate. Uh, I mean, WandaVision for me is still tops loki was phenomenal every everything has really been good of the live action stuff what if is very uneven but um yeah i mean moon knight it's it's good i just i wouldn't say the hype level is there like it was previously but i you know i'm still gonna sit through it and, and i still am liking it hans how about you so I, I, I don't,
2: yeah, it's definitely too early, but I, in terms of enjoyability, like I, I, Greg, I'm more aligned with you in terms of, I don't think I'm not, I, I'm not, not enjoying it. I just, I'm not, it just, I feel like it's taking me longer to get invested in it. um But I, I'd say like, in terms of that, like I'd put it maybe in front of Hawkeye, um like Hawkeye. I, I, I liked, I but about Hawkeye. so did I. Um, I liked it, but I'm like I didn't I feel like I wasn't as invested in Hawkeye as I was with like the previous series. I don't know if it was like Marvel fatigue or not, but mm-hmm. um I, I think with Moon Knight I now again we're one third of the way there and the the other four episodes can just completely blow me away. Um, you know, I, I think it's definitely how you finish. And I hope the second half of the show is just like I hope it it just continues to pique my interest as it's as it is doing the first two episodes to the point where it just like it, like that last episode just like blows me away. Mm. So, yeah, there's a lot of potential for it. So, Uh,
0: Just real quick touching on Doctor Strange, um, because you you had posed the question. I'm looking forward to it, obviously. I want to say I granted I did just say what if is very uneven. But you guys, for those who are interested in Doctor Strange, but have not checked out What If, definitely give at least some of the What If episodes a watch because it looks like there's going to be some things from there that 100% play into Doctor Strange, uh, specifically the the Doctor Strange episode, uh, the Marvel Zombies episode, and then the finale. So if I I had to say watch any specific episodes of uh, What If, watch those because it looks like they're all going to tie into uh multiverse of madness. Yeah. I I don't
2: I honestly have no idea what this movie is about. <laughs> like like and I'm like he, the trailer is doing a very good job at just showing like the the visual aspects of it. And you know, there is one big spoiler in in the trailer. I'm I'm assuming it is and Ugh. everyone's kind of talking about it. Um I would have loved to you know have that if, if harry if, if we're thinking of the same thing um yeah we
1: are
2: okay i would have loved to have had that in the theater because that's such a big impact and people have been talking about it for years. but i think putting that i think putting that character in the trailer was dumb mm-hmm. um but i'm excited i i honestly don't know where the movie's gonna go i don't even know who the villain is it seems like like they kept saying it's like nightmare or it's gonna be um scarlet witch like how does scarlet witch play out because in the trailer she looks like she could be good she could be bad like
0: or it looks it could like be this...
2: strange supreme
0: from whatever right exactly
2: yeah i i think there's a lot of um i, I think with the, the the length of it um is like scaring a lot of people because you know people are like it's uh, so a lot could to be too in. long um, people like could be like too long and they're like oh my god like this movie's like there's so many slow parts and then you take dr strange i think it's like a, like what at two hours maybe i think it's and 206
0: people, i think is the yeah people are like time.
2: how are they gonna fill all this in like just shut up like
0: just yeah
2: your battle like, yeah. stick with it
0: so i'm excited um, yeah. to see also uh, uh a return of sam raimi to the superhero world you know yeah that's that, be that his first time yeah
2: he does you know he does horror good so i think this movie is definitely gonna uh, like, tackle
0: on that so mm-hmm. um yeah. He does
1: hard good. He
2: does hard good, just <laughs> like I speak.
0: Hair. Uh, I will say though, yes, I I do agree with you guys about the uh, spoilery reveal in the trailer. Um, but I think they've done a good job of keeping all the trailers pretty much the same. Like they've released a lot of trailers and TV spots, but they almost all show the same footage. So it, it's well. There's really like a lot they're leaving out,
1: which yeah, i as happy a guy. About. As a guy who's been in the movies five times in the past month, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I've seen that trailer a lot. <laughs> um, so I uh, I usually ignore it and uh, don't well, don't watch it. Um, mm-hmm. But from from what I've heard, I, too, I, Greg, okay. like you said, it, one of my big complaints is always trailers, and I'm happy that it's not like the third cut of it with you know um, whatever spoilers they're going to put in it. So. Right, right. And them, from,
2: from what I've heard, and I haven't seen any specific other cameos that are in this movie, other than you know, I'll just go out and say it if you're you're Patrick Stewart. Stop following those on um, Twitter. <laughs> yeah. And and I like and I'm I'm actually kind of happy because at this point, like when what we're two weeks out, three weeks out from Doctor Strange. At this point yeah. with No Way Home or No Way Home, people were like spoiling everything. Like people had like screenshots. And I will say, with with Doctor Strange, like not a lot of it hasn't come out and i've been hearing that like there's like cameos after cameos after cameos of this and and, like they've done a really good job at not not like kind of i don't say giving in but i still think like the fact of like bringing patrick like revealing patrick stewart in this movie is like now unless they pull like a ralph boner kind of thing and be like no he's not he's not xavier he's like well, set. yeah,
0: he's he's not gonna be. He will be Xavier, but he's not gonna be the right. Xavier we know. You know he'll exactly a version. And, and,
2: and I think like a lot of people, checks, Patrick. Yeah, <laughs> um, I I I think it's I, I think it's cool they're doing that. But from what like, you know, what we're what, what we're like, I see online is it's like people are like, oh, there's like 15, 20 cameos in this movie. Like, sure, if there is, don't tell me who they are. Like, yeah, just let me live. my Yeah, life. I want to be surprised. Right.
0: Which another thing, you know, (laughs) let me go on one more track here before we sign off. But uh, I just read um, and this was just in the news like two or three days ago. Uh, They I don't it wasn't a made official, but like they're saying the introduction of a major Marvel character is going to be the villain for Black Panther 2. And Mm. I really wish that they had kind of kept that quiet because Black Panther 2 was a very big mystery to me on how they were going to proceed with everything and it still kind of is but i kind of wish they had left that villain uh info into the ether and and let us kind of just wait it out i don't know thor's doing a great job of covering everything up also so I think it's probably yeah. cuz Disney's afraid to release anything from it cuz apparently
1: it's uh you know I mean I'm sure we've <laughs> all seen that it's off the walls and it's the most ambitious thing yeah. uh they're doing. So I wonder if Disney's like we don't know how to market this. I hope nobody sees it.
2: <laughs> like I I honestly like all these people online are freaking out like every day. Every day on Twitter, Thor Love and Thunder is trending, and it's always people complaining that we didn't get a trailer. That like stop this this society anymore is just like so like just <laughs> greedy and second. they want this everything. you like six months ago with the Spider Man trailer, and that that's was different.
0: your <laughs> okay boomer segment. But no, that, but, that, but
2: that's <laughs> different. Like these are all like these fans. Like I don't want to see a single thing until Doctor Strange comes wow. out. What now the I don't dark think, side, man. Love no, it. No, it just, it just. I don't like. It's just people complaining. Like you're so like greedy. Like they're going to give it to you when they do. Like they're like this is the the, the soonest that the ever a uh, trailer is ever going to be released for a, a Marvel movie. Like shut up. Like you're gotta, gonna we see we it gonna, either way. We need to get to
1: do a clean of your Facebook and Twitter to to get all this off yeah, your your timeline for, for you. sure.
0: Gotta, I'm definitely gotta, like, like <laughs> in the in the middle of that because I do want to see the trailers, Harry. Uh, like I'm not quite on your level, but I I also do not want to be spoiled. Like, give me trailers with a basic, basic gist, just the most yeah. basic gist, and then leave it at that. But yeah, spoilers when it comes to yeah. that stuff, I, well, I actively just... avoid.
1: <clears throat> yeah, and kudos to Marvel. I mean, right now, as you mentioned, Greg, like the trailer that we saw at the end of Spider-Man is pretty much the only stuff we've seen so far with maybe a hinting or like a little bit extra on, you know, the Patrick Stewart part of it. Um, But for the most part, it seemed to be the same. So, you know, we'll see three weeks from now as as the NBA playoffs start rolling around, there'll be those TV ads and those TV cuts. And, you know, we're going to get the Thor Love and Thunder trailer and that's going to, you know, show us. But, you know, that's in July. So it's not a huge turnaround. So we'll see if they actually what they show us. And
0: I cannot imagine that dropping until Doctor Strange. The Thor yeah. or maybe I'm like a week before. before yeah yeah I just yeah. I, yeah
2: I just I think that like I it just it's a phenomenal like all these people that are complaining about the trailer the trailer could absolutely suck and be mm. terrible these people are still going to watch the movie like yeah like, oh yeah you, like yeah. just just stop like yeah you, you stop complaining it's enough going on in the world I don't have to read your Stupid comments. You
1: heard it here first. Chris (laughs) hanratty says, stop complaining. Enough is enough.
2: (laughs) Enough is enough.
0: (laughs) It's time for a change. That's right. Thank you. Dark times. We don't
2: need all this negative (laughs) energy. All
0: right. Well, that is uh enough for us. We've ranted out. And I gotta say, guys, I did not expect us to geek out this hard on this particular episode. Moon Knight really Uh, took us down some paths. Always does
1: it to us. It always does it. For sure.
0: But, uh, here we are and Hey, we're, we're all the better for it. I think, uh, deralded, anything we, for the we, peeps.
2: Oh yeah. Deralded deralded the hell out of that train. <laughs> it was like the train at the end of back to the future three
1: <laughs> started talking about moon Knight going into Morbius, going into the, the covered Jared Leto March. venom. Yeah. Yeah, it all. It's all over the um, place. Yeah, no. Uh, thanks for listening guys. Um, we'll see you guys again in two weeks. Uh, you know, only three weeks until end of moon Knight, and pretty much the night before, uh, dr strange so obviously expect us to to go deep on that um as you know we're, we're always here for the marvel stuff and you know have a good two weeks you know catch some more content i know there's a lot out there right now we were mm-hmm. we were struggling to try and figure out what we we're going to do for this episode because there's just per usual so much content out there so many things drop in even in theaters you know um sonic ambulance you know more head the more mobs out there uh you know so so enjoy the content and uh we'll see you guys in two weeks
0: hands anything for the
2: peeps by by the time this episode drops morbius isn't going to be in theaters anymore (laughs) probably not Uh, (laughs) no thanks for listening um you know there like harry said there's a lot of cool stuff coming out um if you have any suggestions what we should cover any new shows i've been hearing a lot about some some New shows that have been coming out, like Severance, I want to check out, um, which I heard yeah. is really good. Um, also, just to give everyone a heads up, you know, everyone knows how much my love of Batman. Uh, the 18th, which I believe is Monday, will be dropping on HBO Max. So if you haven't had a chance to go to the theaters and see it, you have HBO Max. Jesus it's- has risen, Easter has risen, and the yeah, and the Batman has risen. Just think, vengeance has week- risen.
0: <laughs> next week,
2: <laughs> <laughs> next week, you have a choice to watch Wobbly. Wildly- wobbly uh the best batman movie or father stew so choose wisely
0: i keep hearing about this father stew i have no idea what it is oh uh, check out the trailer it's hilarious it's a real it is it looks.
2: it's it's that easter movie that like you know that always gets released around easter time where it like that feel good like kind of um i don't say a, a religious movie yeah. and um it's got mark Wahlberg and uh mel gibson awful. so two of the Two of the hardest working actors uh, out there right now. Yeah, you
1: know what? It's going to make money because it's going to be religious base. It's it's, so it's honestly going to break.
0: It's it's going to it's going to. It picked, a, it up, picked yeah. a good
1: weekend. Very smart marketing. All right, better. so yeah. hold
0: on. So is this a faith based movie or is it a comedy? Yes, it's faith based. It's, it's faith. All right, I'll pass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So. Well, <laughs> that being said, <laughs> thank you guys so much for tuning in. As always. Uh, we love and appreciate all of you and hope you have a good two weeks. We'll see you back then. Until then, as always, live spicy.